these dreams lately? What dream? Well, well if you're gonna dream, dream big, right? It's just a dream. It's just a dream. It's just a dream. 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 This is your dream. I've been dreaming. I've been dreaming, guys. Dreaming. Guys, I'm so sick of things being done to me that I want to do things again. One bike burning a year and at least a, a, a couple massive music and comedy festivals. What's going down? Big day, big day, big episode. I have a lot to talk about. We have this whole situation going on in Israel. It's also the week that my special comes out. So um, uh, definitely go to owenbenjamin.com and get uh, sign up for the email notification for that. That will be Friday the 13th. And apparently uh, Israel wanted to buzzkill my entire week. Because all week, I was just going to talk about that, but apparently there's more going on. Before we get started, check out Arab Mario and listen to the sound it makes when he gets a coin. <laughs> Watch this. get it I just drank insanely sour milk I had my coffee with my milk and my oh it's three days old it's so it was poignantly sour is that is that a health risk oh that was disgusting has anybody ever drank an old milk and coffee and it tastes crazy bad BB stream puking it. Yeah, if I start, why? Oh no, sour milk is great for you. Is it really go to bear? It definitely doesn't like poison you, right? Oh, all right, fine. Moving on. All right, watch, dude. That tasted so freaking bad. Hope your stomach is okay. Drink water now. Nah, eh, I'm fine. Oh, do you want to watch? Uh, check this out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to drink some water while I show you this. This is called Music Heals All. Watch till the end. Yeah, I'm going to drink a little water. Hang on a second. 
Okay, I just drank some water. Let's watch that again. So music tames the wild savage. and images coming out of Israel are quite shocking. Um, I'm not going to put any fear porn out there or anything like that, but this is actually a pretty important video to see exactly what happened this weekend. This is a video released by Israeli TV. Here it is. Look at him go. For those of you just listening, it's a Jew on rollerblades. When that happened, I knew something was afoot. Denmark Bear! BB, where do I get to pay my Israel away on that's right debt, LOL? Well, I got a great breakdown from an Israeli bear uh, who said something really funny. He's like, we don't want your fucking money. Why do you always act like America, like we want your money? Keep your fucking money. It's super funny, dude. It's so true. We always assume like every Israeli is just like, come in. Meanwhile, there's a ton that are like, we don't want your money. Shut the fuck. Because it does. There is a grabble happening with that. Uh, oh, Jesus. Rollerblading. What's next? I have some total theories and a lot of really good information about what's happening in Israel. And um, we're going to point out some of the wild hypocrisies, what you can look for in the future and what not to sign off on. I think it's been a lot of fun uh, keeping it kind of light and just re-encouraging everyone to not sign off on a Palestinian genocide um, because this emotional time will pass. And I don't get wrapped up in these emotions. That's why uh, I can be so accurate during these times. Like in times of uh, crisis and hyper media shit and all that, people lose their minds and I don't. And that's probably one of the more valuable qualities of this stream you may find me funny, and you should, because I'm hilarious. But an even more critical quality is I don't bite. Like, I don't bite on those things, on those manipulative things. I don't know why it is, but I just don't. And uh, people that should know way, way, way better are biting like crazy. They're just going absolutely insane. And I'm like, where did you see the videos? The media? Haven't we established a pattern? And like now they're, it's all these women, they're, they're raping and they're, they're parading them around the streets. And they're, it's, I'm like, isn't it kind of funny how all these women being paraded around the streets don't look very Jewy? They're like, oh, how dare you? How dare you? I'm like, dude, come on. Twitter was wild on Saturday. Never seen so many tweets that if they said black people instead of Israel, Palestine would be fired from work. Yeah, and, and we're watching, and when, when the emotions fade, everyone's going to sit back and look at what they did. And I'm really uh, happy with the Israeli bears and how level-headed they've been, and, uh, and the Jew bears in general, because uh, they're not biting either. A lot of Jews are biting so hard right now, and they're actively encouraging a blood libel against a people that they're occupying, which is going to bite you in the ass. And I have theories as to why 
this is all happening. But uh, I also recommend that um, Muslims or Palestinians or Arabs not celebrate carnage. You don't even know if the carnage happened. Something happened, but something always is happening, right? We should really, really start the, uh, this practice. It's called Prove It. And I've been doing this now for years, and I know it gets people very, very angry at the Big Bear. But when you see things on your phone or on the media, especially after the Smith-Munt Act in America, in other countries, it's totally horseshit. But in America, a law was passed where there is no legal obligation whatsoever to put anything truthful on the news. Local news, a lot of times, will put true stuff on there. Even uh, national news will put somewhat true things on there because they have to maintain credibility, which I don't even know why they even try to do that anymore because obviously it doesn't even matter. People just believe it. Oh, yeah, here's the uh, the meme. Let me get this. And um, don't ever celebrate. And I know this goes with... And I'll explain why I think a lot of these Arabs and Palestinians are celebrating because you got to look at the rhetoric of Netanyahu. He's established a uh, hate speech, doesn't even begin to cover what these people are saying about Arabs. So they want to like level all of Arab nations, like everybody, like kill everybody. I won't celebrate carnage, but the parasails were cool, even if it turned out to be a psyop. Yeah, yeah, you can obviously celebrate a guy parasailing and enjoying his day. But... If you celebrate carnage, especially because this is the thing, Arabs, Muslims, Palestinians, I know what you've been through. A lot of people don't. So you just come across looking crazy. Um, oh, let me give you a quick update about Bertaria campgrounds. And I'll give you, uh, I'll give you your, I'll, I'll tell the world your side of the story today. I'm going to be very thorough, very funny. But that is a good piece of advice that a lot of people are going to see you celebrating an event that you don't even know happened just because you want. It's like, ironically, you're the David and they're the Goliath when it comes to occupation and when it comes to, uh, you know, the financial system and all that stuff. But a lot of people don't know that. And so they just witness you celebrating carnage. And if you're really following Islam strictly, you don't celebrate the death of any man or woman, even if it's uh, your enemy. You know, it's uh, be more disciplined and then they won't be able to use that against you. Just like in the other direction, if right now you're one of these sneaky little J's screaming for genocide, don't, don't bitch when that's used against you when the emotions calm down. Because the emotions will calm down, I promise you. All right, update. We're going to do a survey for 20 acres and 40 acres tomorrow. We are in good spot to get 20 acres, but might be able to hit 40 acres in a month because we have to buy the next 40 acres by November. Uh, we're still a good amount short of the 40 acres. We look good for the 20 acres, and our seller is uh, really likes this and is going to be really cool to work with. But uh, if not, we can do a, a 20 and another 20 in the coming months. Landowner is happy with whatever we want to do. We will continue to lease the whole property as we purchase parcels and our lease price keeps going down. So uh, if you'd like to donate and get tickets for next year's festival, that's BertariaCampgrounds.com. Yeah, I just, I, I don't get wrapped up in media frenzies at all. I don't have any fear for any of this stuff. I don't actually have hate for Arabs or Jews or whatever. 
And I know that about myself. And it's one reason why I can analyze this stuff really well. And we'll talk about potential motivations, uh, people absolutely melting down. Like Jordan Peterson has reached chill levels that is unimaginable. God, will you send a screenshot of my, uh, of my response to Peterson currently when he said, give him hell Netanyahu, like burn him all to death or whatever. When I said, uh, are they paying you per tweet? Will you send that one? All right. Thank you, Codsworth. Okay. So moving on, here's a little quick, uh, clip from the new special. It's very short. Be excited guys. It's 20 bucks for our initial rollout and then it will be exclusive at unauthorized.tv. So if you're a subscriber to Unauthorized, you will be able to watch the special in a couple months. Um, but if you want to see it sooner and you want to help us pay for the special itself, it's uh, going to launch Owen, at owenbenjamin.com on um, October 13th, Friday the 13th. And I know a lot of people are doing watch parties, and I'm very, very encouraging with that. This, the, the communal aspect of this special is epic. It's awesome. But, uh, you know, it's also helpful if you, you guys all buy it so I can pay everybody. So uh, go ahead and want to know what I want you guys to do? Have these watch parties, but bring friends that may not be bears or may not have watched it and bring them to the watch party. Let them enjoy it. And then if they like it, they can buy it at OwenBenjamin.com. Okay, here's a little quick, click, quick clip. Say this and someone will be like, well, I'm gay. And I'm just like, Ew. <laughs> Hilarious. So funny. Classic. Bloodthirsty Zionists show their true colors. Yeah, but let them show their true colors. Don't immediately jump on top and be like, kill all the Jews and, and Israel, blah, blah, blah. Like, they do have incredible tech over there. So you are doing a little David and Goliath situation where the fact this event happened, and a ton of Israelis know this now, even some like Masada Jason type guys are like, how the hell did they get in? Assuming it even happened the way it's described, which has not been proven, okay? Because their tech is ridiculously advanced. Like they know everything that's happening in that three-dimensional realm above their, um, their country. And so the fact that it happened means it was intended to happen. Whether or not they did it themselves, whether or not they just allowed um, the hummus guys, the 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 paragliders to, to sail in. Uh, it doesn't matter. It seems really, really suspect. And one Israeli was saying, we all kind of feel like it doesn't make sense, but we also feel really motivated to go to war. It's very confusing. The front loader was not caught by any of the heat sensors. No shots fired at it. It is extremely fit. Dude, it's, it's like retarded. It's, it makes 9-11 look super accurate and totally legit. It's retarded, guys. It's like in all this footage, always ask yourself, who's recording it? So you're telling me that Mossad, Israel, the IDF, these people can't, can't stop a, a paraglider? Because it, it's going to be very tempting for people that have been under the thumb of the Zionist-occupied regions to celebrate this. It's like Rocky against the big Russian guy. Where it's like, yeah, we got through. Because... The Zionist Israelis have done some horrific shit to the Palestinians. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what Gaza is. Open, basically an open air uh, concentration camp, impoverished, slowly chipped away at. They feel like they don't have that much to lose to go to do some wild shit. So you're going to be really tempted to bite. 
And when you bite, when, when, when you bite and say, yeah, yeah, we, we fucking killed them. It's uh, it's going to be used against you. It's a trap. If they allowed this to happen, which it, I'm not saying that the Israelis are omnipotent or they don't have their own problems or Mossad doesn't have corruption or blah, blah, blah. It, it's just the way it was filmed. The, and I'll show you more evidence why I'm pretty sure it was completely known about because they prepped it all week. That canary attack, that canary mission to try and make me look anti-Semitic, uh, digging up clips from six years ago. Doesn't that seem a little suspicious now? Like, why did they do it this week? Like, why? And I was wondering, I'm like, are they going to do a hit piece? Remember all that? We we're talking about that. I'm like, Canary Mission is going crazy that I'm an anti-Semite. Are they going to do a hit piece? Because these are clips from six fucking years ago. And I don't hate Jews. I don't blame Jews for any of my problems. And I don't, I just make fun of everybody. It's to be fair, we did give them niggle. That's a good point, Codsworth. And so I think it was to try and take down my credibility right before they launched the paraglider incident. And they even openly admit it's their 9-11 or their Pearl Harbor. And anyone who's done research into those two events knows what that means. Persian Jew said Congress bought shares of defense companies last week. I'm sure it was planned. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, now we'll talk about why it may have happened on the, on the world stage, on the chessboard of BRICS and SWIFT and Iran and all this stuff. We'll talk about all that. But... Um, I'd, I'd almost rather talk about the individual fundamentals. And, and Yogi Bear did a great job out of Israel. Tell people to keep their humanity. Like, don't celebrate this because they will come back and hit you hard. And Yogi was like, I don't want to see Muslims in pain. I don't want to see Palestinians killed. I don't want to see any civilians hurt. So please stop, like, gratuitously celebrating this event because they're going to stop. And they, they need approval from the population. They need consent. And, and I understand your backstory. I'll tell you, I'll tell you all about Palestine and all about the history and all about where, how we got to this point, but don't give them consent. You have, if you're going to try and rise above this system, it has to come from a spiritually disciplined place. Uh, and all the emotions of it, I was hoping Yogi was okay. Now, I, I wrote to Yogi making sure he was okay. And uh, I talked to Samson the Gray and I talked to a bunch of Israeli bears. Like I genuinely am because I don't know what's really happening. I know it's not what the media says, but something happened. And I I'm I understand why they would take hostages and understand from the Palestinian point of view, if this happened and really make them prove it before they declare war. You know, they already had everything ready to go the day it happened and there was no due process. Make them prove it. But Understand that there's thousands of Palestinian political prisoners in jail right now, and they want to trade to get them out. Like, imagine if your mom was sitting in an Israeli prison for the last four years because she wouldn't leave her house that was getting bulldozed. And you just get this rage and you're like, well, I'll take one of yours then and then we'll exchange it. That really isn't super crazy. Now, taking children, taking women, uh, causing carnage, burning buildings, that, that shit is horrible. Um, even taking prisoners is horrible. I don't, I don't like any of this shit, but just it's, it's not as crazy as Jordan Peterson are making it sound. Okay. 
Uh, Yogi is our man in the streets. He's giving us a real look into what happened without the mainstream life. Yeah, and the perspective of a authentic, uh, intelligent Israeli. Because even the image we have of Israelis is not accurate. Because in the truther world, it's like, oh, Israelis, Israel, Zionists, these fucks. Not accurate. I know some Israelis that are awesome people. I think they're under a lot of spells, a lot of them. But Yogi doesn't watch videos. You know, like there are people that are taking um, the steps to not be so indoctrinated and retarded. And uh, like Samson the Great does that. He tries, not, he tries actively to not engage in these like emotional roller coasters. And, um, and a lot of them are tough. Like a lot of them aren't like the Jews we have in America. They're not like these third generation, rich, bitchy, whiny, soy faced, gay fucks. Like there are some Israeli men that you would actually be friends with. They're like, you know, masculine. They have a strong sense of, uh, of national pride and all that stuff. And they're not, uh, a lot, some of them are like dark skinned and shit. It's, it's not what you're shown, but it's the same with the Palestinians is not what you're shown. The Arabs, it's not what you're shown. The Muslims, it's not what you're shown. You know, and so when you look at what happened, so Israel has been under a lot of pressure and chaos for a while. And so, uh, and that actually happens. There is a top-down management, management uh, system, I believe. And I think that includes Iran, includes Russia, includes China. Now, I think some uh, uh, leaders have less leverage on their neck, but everyone has something. And because if they don't, you know, if you don't follow along, if you don't follow your, uh, your lines, they can economically destabilize your country and you can lose power. And that, and you saw that with Gaddafi and all that. Now it could be argued the SWIFT system is having a harder time being able to do that. Now did Vladimir Putin survive an economic attack or is it all a script? We don't know. But I know how management works. So you have the, the people at the very top of this pyramid and they run all the systems and it's, it's economic. It's like the, the economic systems that facilitate the contract with the currency that facilitates the building of, a, of a, an aircraft carrier. Like these people have immense power. And then you have all the management, which are prime ministers, presidents, media uh, executives, all that. But with every layer, it's harder to get people to do shit. And every, anybody that works in a business knows that. Like you'll have your CEO tell your CFO or your CEO tell a vice president who has to tell the regional managers who has to get their employees to do shit. And it's never how they want it. And so that's why I don't ascribe this omnipotent force to the pyramid, but they do have a ridiculous amount of power and influence. And um, I have great friends and family over there. They helped me with Jamie back in the day. Wonderful people. Yeah, yeah. I know a bunch of Israeli musicians. All very good people. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing. It's like we're talking about um, the grabble. We're talking about our consent to a genocide of Palestinians or a genocide of Arabs or another one of these fucking wars. And, uh, and you have to isolate each individual with their role in deception and their role in uh, consenting to these horrible crimes. And right now, Twitter is just a demonic consent plate for genocide, and it will bite them back in the ass. Because no matter how big this pyramid is, God is still on top. And that's not Churchian, that's not me deluding myself or anybody, it's a fact. 
Like there are these events that keep happening where I know that there is a higher power. So they need consent in order to rule man. Okay. And so don't give them that consent. Black Lady Bear said, nothing is what it seems because most people think these converts, Jews, are fulfillment of biblical prophecy back in 1948 when they occupied Israel. Yeah, and I don't even think they want to stay in Israel. I think they got their eye on Ukraine, and I'll get to that. Is this enjoy? Uh, Twitter just banned Space Bunny. Yeah, I saw that. She uh, wrote to me on Instagram. So this is fun so far, right? There are Christians and generally people without a dog in the fight on both sides over there. Oh, yeah, tons, tons. It's about your personal consent to horror. Like, I did crack the code. And it's not like I'm the first to crack the code. These are fundamental spiritual realities. But, um, but this is what I'm telling you right now. I, I don't know the politics behind it. I don't know who's uh, colluding and what really happened. But I do know, I, I do have a good idea of how you should react and not be caught in this shit. Lebanon's Hezbollah has already joined the fight. Uh, I, I predicted that. But we'll, we'll see what that means. All right, let's, let's keep going. So this is the NPC. Uh, it goes from Mass to Ukraine to uh, the Jew Star. And it's crazy. It, isn't it crazy to see people switch that fast? You know? Like, uh, did I get this little thing here? One second, ladies and gentlemen. This is a great meme. And also, don't forget, don't, like, deify Muslim, Palestinian, Arabs, just because, you know, the Zionist, Israeli, Jew world order is so fucking annoying. They have their own problems, okay? They're, they're making a lot of mistakes. They are bringing some of this onto themselves. They're not the victim. No one is a victim. Even if you're in an open-air fucking com- concentration camp, surrounded by barbed wire, with checkpoints, and the Israelis are, like, shooting pregnant women and shit, you're still not a victim. And we have to hold ourselves really, really accountable during these times. Because every time they do something crazy like this, you, you as a listener right now, you don't have to be in Tel Aviv or anything like that. You can level up in life if you pass these tests. So I'll give you my best advice. I'll hope I pass all the tests. I fall for shit all the time. Like one, I fell for the fact that I assumed it happened, which was a mistake. That was my immediate thing. I'm like, well, I mean... And I kept assuming it because I was like, I was showing hypocrisy based on the assumption that Hamas had like raped all these chicks. And then someone was like, how do you know what happened? And I'm like, because the fuck. Oh, yeah, I don't. There's no way to know. Okay, what an interesting and fantastic breakdown. Thank you. Yeah. And don't be scared. Okay, I know some some Masada adjacents. And. The funniest thing about what they get mad at me over, it's not what you think. It's not making fun of Jays and their noses or like saying like Muslims are based or anything. Well, I don't know. Like a lot of them find that shit hilarious. It's that I say nukes aren't real. That's like one of their, their they get pissed. Not like, not like, uh, you know, freak out on me pissed, but they're like, that's the one thing that the, the Israeli intelligence people actually do get mad at me about. Because I think that whole thing about being scared of nukes and the uh, evocation of the mushroom cloud keeps people really scared. And, uh, and I'm just like, I don't, I, no one can prove to me nukes are real. I'm not buying it. And they're like, oh, buddy, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, anyway, 
So let's uh, let's move on here. So uh, I tweeted this. That whole Canary Mission bullshit they aimed at me all week makes total sense now. Using videos of me from six years ago, they tried to set a tone that if I were to criticize Israel carpet bombing Gaza after this quote unquote attack, it was because I hate Jews. So sneaky and implies that they knew it was coming. That's why I think this is totally scripted is because there's a few events that happened this week that made no sense to me. Like my pattern recognition uh, went off where I'm like, why are they doing this right now? Like, why are they passing all these laws real quick about anti-Semitism? And uh, why are they coming at me to discredit me? Um, and then bang, this happened. And I was like, whoa, interesting. Of course, all the shills came out. Um, Robert F. Kennedy said, the unprovoked and barbaric attack on Israel must be met with world condemnation and unequivocal support. For the Jewish state's rights and self-defense, we must provide Israel with whatever it needs. Guys, they have the right to self-defend, and they failed, allegedly. If this event did happen, it's on Israel. Now, these sneaks are trying to get you to consent to genociding Palestinians and Arabs. And I'll show you that rhetoric. No one is saying, well, some people are saying it. I don't. I, Israel is like that woman that if you don't keep giving her money and attention, she, she screams that you want her dead. They keep saying it. Oh, you hate Israel. You want Israel destroyed. You hate Jews. You hate, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to keep giving you money and blood and I don't like you really. Like if Israel was a person, I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like that person. And which is fine. I don't like Canada. All right. It's not this blood libel. And we'll get to that because they're making blood libel claims. I just find them very, very annoying. And they're like, we need to do anything. This is unjustified. It's like, no, we don't. Right now around the entire world, there's all kinds of shit happening. And we don't have to do a goddamn thing. We don't. And so that's why I, um, I, I proposed a new law. It's called the Peterson Bill. We should pass a law in America where you can't push for any war that you don't volunteer yourself and your children for. We can call it the No Chicken Hawk Act or the Peterson Bill. That's my problem I have with these people. That's it. It's not that I hate the Jew. Now, I don't love, you know, the like Jewish culture. Some of it I like, but a lot of it I don't, and that's fine. Jordan Peterson comes out genocidal. He said, give them hell, Netanyahu, enough is enough. So he's saying, give them hell, okay? I said, do, do they pay you per tweet or is an overall holding deal? And my tweet got like thousands of likes. Everyone knows, like people are, are onto this shit. And so be very clear about what you want and, and what you're backing and what you're consenting to because you matter. Don't get this hopelessness where it's like, Oh, they control the whole financial system. They control everything and they could turn it off. And we'd have to be in a FEMA camp in Walmart and suck our own dicks. And it's like, no, no, this world doesn't work like that. If they wanted to do that, they could have already done that. If you act like an animal, they will treat you like an animal. If you're screeching that we should kill all Jews and all that shit, that'll trigger some people rightfully, right? No, talk about what you can do to stay away from it, how you can stay out of debt, how you can build communities, how you can have large families, how you can um, have a high morale, have high um, productivity. Like those are the things to focus on. Focusing on who did it and how to exact revenge 
will backfire on you. It will backfire on you. And I, I'm telling you that. Look at how they, they collect your rage, like January 6th. I think January 6th is very similar to what just happened. I, th I don't know because they haven't proven it because the media is a bunch of liars. But if I were to guess, I would guess that something did happen and it was allowed to happen with a lot of agents in place. But there is an authentic anger at Israel from Arab Palestinians. They feel like they're at their last legs. You know, there's nothing left to lose. Why not? You know, if they're just going to be killed anyway, why not go with these people? And so uh, could you get some people to do some shit? Sure. You know, but there's no, in my opinion, the odds are 0% that it was just an attack. You know, they had the narrative ready to go. Where it's like Biden gave $6 billion to Iran and Iran gave it to Hamas. And Hamas. it's like, for what, a paraglider? Like we saw the footage. It's not even, it's ridiculous. Those missiles should not be able to penetrate a single thing around Israel. Like that should be a firework display. If there even were missiles. Okay. So just remember that. Remember that when these people are, and now Squirt of Stone is backpedaling about old Peterson because Peterson is getting very genocidal. He's acting insane on Twitter. If you want speech laws and hate speech and no, but like the neocons of the right wing right now on Twitter are calling for the death of millions of civilians. Okay. Don't do that. I never did that. No matter what they said about me, I never said, we need to kill all these Jays or else we can't squirt. I never said that. I don't say that about black people. I don't say that about anybody because that is crossing a line. You can't do a blood libel, you know? So moving on, this is hysterical. Oh, I'll show the squirt of stone. No Palestinian ever got me kicked off social media. <laughs> That's how I felt. I literally felt that way. I was like, no Palestinian ever... Um, ever sold drugs to my friends that killed them. No Palestinian ever kicked me off YouTube. No Palestinian ever lied us into a 22-year war. No Palestinian ever said I couldn't make fun of trans guys, right? Like, we really don't, and this is a reference from uh, Vietnam, where these black guys were saying, no Viet Cong ever called me the hard end, right? For my, because uh, I know we're still on Twitter, so I'll respect that for now. My joke would be, no Palestinian ever told me I couldn't say the hard end. <laughs> okay. Uh, Laura Loomer's a maniac. She should be in a mental institution. Saying, like, you, are you capable of killing women and children in their homes because of the actions of, the alleged actions, according to the media, of a handful of people that are desperate and occupied? You th you're going to sign off on murdering... Do you know what that does to your heart when you kill innocent people? When you kill people outside of God's laws, it's horrible for you. So that's why it's like, watch out what you're saying. What you're saying matters. Okay, Squirtus is backpedaling and Squirtus banned me or blocked me so I can't even see, see what he's saying. But I could just see like block, block, block. And I just kept replying like I knew what he was saying. So Jamie says, it was only a couple weeks, he said this to Squirtus, he said, it was only a couple weeks ago you were pushing Peterson on Owen Benjamin's page. Do you admit Owen was right about him, Curtis? Do you admit when you get it wrong or will you just block me? Blocks. And I wrote, Squirtus Stone had an insane month-long meltdown because I wouldn't let him butter Peterson's ass on my page. 
This was the interview I did with him where Squirtus got so furious he ran off mid-interview. He claimed Jordan Peterson was a great guy because his shows are filled with well-dressed teenagers. Okay, you see how quickly you can see how stupid it is? But at the time, with emotions and rhetoric and all that, like, look back to me and Squirtus Stone's battle, how fucking dumb it was. Like, how absurd Squirtus acted, okay? Now, you go back to Rim Job, and Rim Jobs was even more insane. But I made the mistake of engaging like it was real. Because I felt like he was my friend, and I felt betrayed. And my emotions got the best of me, and that's one reason why it did some... Uh, temporary damage to the stream. It did. Like it was, it was a little, you know, I know it was still kind of funny, but I, w I wasn't just sitting back and letting them show how crazy they were. And I've learned to do that. Do that with what's happening right now. Let them expose their hand. You don't like, want to know something to work on? Allow silence in conversation. Like let someone say something and you don't have to fill in the silence and just immediately respond. Let it sit. Okay? And what's Kyneton saying? All right. Um, on Benjamin Comedy Clips. Listen, I know everyone's feet is hyperfixed on the Middle East battle, season 66, but don't let that distract you from how Owen Benjamin counts to three. I'm holding, of course. I think you're retarded if you get fired up over either. Thank you, Kyneton. Um, and it's not even about the Trinity. It's not that that fight wasn't about the Trinity, it was rim job betraying me and my community because we planned on making that debate funny and good for people. And he did this crazy move of being like hyper aggressive, theological. And then he ankle bit my community for months and still does. That's what that was about. It's not about the Trinity. I hang out with people that love the Trinity. There's no problem. It's about how it was, but I made the mistake of taking it seriously. And Squirtus, I just let him squirt himself silly. And every it's just like he looks retarded now. It was a naked power move, just like the move before that and the move before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The theology was an excuse. Exactly, Kalista Bear. Exactly. And so, uh, and I have some good boots on the ground information about what's going on with Israel. And I'll make my predictions and all that. You'll get, you'll get your gravy. Let's just go through this. So, Israelis are posting... Stuff about like with the highest tech available, if a bird came close, we knew. Uh, even a cockroach came to our fence border, we knew. How did 400 Hamas pass through today? Think about how impossible that would be. How impossible it would be for the way Israel is protected and how they're told. that, And they do have ridiculous technology uh, for security. And nobody is saying Israel doesn't have a right to defend if somebody's coming in. The laws of conquest. If they have that land, regardless of how sneaky it was when they got it, they have a right to protect their citizens. Now, do they have a right to go out and bomb and kill and maim and cut the electricity and of all these um, Gaza guys, all these Palestinians? No, that's, that's evil, right? So they need you to consent to it so that the karmic uh, response goes on you. Same thing that happened in 9-11. And they keep calling this uh, they're 9-11, and this is what I wrote about it. And I've learned a lot since 9-11. And so let me read what I wrote. Because it actually is your Pearl Harbor. And anyone who studies learn, uh, about Pearl Harbor knows that FDR knew weeks in advance. He even removed the carriers the week it happened. It's called problem, reaction, solution, young one. 
The most effective false flags are actually real. Now, I'm not saying that this event happened because they haven't proven it, but you just jack up a bunch of morons to do crazy shit and let them just like when they let everyone in the Capitol and then you react with the thing that you wanted to do in the first place, okay? And the crazy thing is it isn't really illegal outside of the law of negligence or gross negligence. So now the key is just keeping your head, going on with your day, enjoy a meal, and don't consent or request anything that it, a week ago would sound insane. That's key. I do this all the time. I do check marks with my head. It's like, if I said this, if I felt this way a week ago, would I think it was insane? Am I currently being inundated with emotions on a screen? And so now if you look at why this could be happening, um, I'll get to that in a second. All right, we'll get to Palestine. These are some of the funny bits I did. Um, no, I didn't do the casino bit. Where's my casino bit? I can just tell you if I can't find it. Because I'm trying to legitimately do uh, bits during this time because I'm not mad. And they're going to pretend I am. And it was perfect time for me to shut off comments on Twitter to just subscribers because the IDF guys can't get in and just um, act like I hate Jews. And I keep telling them, they keep retweeting me being like, oh, shut off his comments. What a fucking hypocrite. I just keep writing. It's five bucks, dude. Give me some of my tax money back. <laughs> and it's just perfect. So I wrote, if I were Israel, I'd just put a casino in Gaza. That's what we did. Worked like a charm. Because this is something that happens when you're trying to conquer people. Is they have to accept it. And if they don't accept it, you can't actually conquer them. And this is, you know, the Palestinians may not want to hear this. But it doesn't work if you, if you have your shit together. You have to accept things, whether it's dependence, whether it's easy money, more sin, alcohol, casinos. Because if not, if you hold the moral line, you're, you're, uh, look at what happened in Afghanistan. You know, your, your uh, birth rate goes up, you become a martyr of the world, you get like really strong, and you can fight them off. You know, that's why you have to break a people's morality. You have to break a people's... Uh, honor before you can really take them down and whether or not it's American Indians or Palestinians or whatever. And that's why the people that, that are still there, a lot of them have not been broken. And I know I make fun of uh, hummus and call them like unibrow dungeons and dragons, ninja guys, because I, uh, I don't even know what Hamas means. And they do look a little ridiculous in those videos if they're even real. But I do know that there are some Palestinians that are like, they're not consenting to being killed and they're not consenting to the sin or the offer or the debt. And those people can get very, very effective. But to be effective, you don't want to do carnage. You don't want to do um, desperate shit. You know, the cornered dog just bites and bites, right? Which can be very powerful, but long-term it doesn't work. That dog gets put down, okay? The paragliders were wearing rollerblades. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they went to a gay rave. Like, dude, it's retarded. So 400 hummus guys paraglided and snuck their way into a gay rave and started raping. There is rape in war. I don't believe rapes happened, and I'll tell you why. Because I read a whole book once called War and Rape. Rape is a big aspect of war. And if you look at the, uh, the Russians' invasion of Berlin after... Um, Stalingrad, historically some of the most rapes in human history, okay? 
it's it's like deep into a conflict. It's a way to demoralize, and it's when people become total animals. You know, it's there's a lot of rape in war, a lot. There isn't rape in the opening invasion. Like, that historically never happens. Like, you don't just invade and rape. It would be like after sieges and I don't know I'm not going to make a claim about the rapes but it sounds extremely suspect that people get like the guys get through the iron dome and they're fine they can get some uh some you know they can finally do something and they just start like raping a chick I'm not I'm not buying it seems like you would be vulnerable during oh yeah yeah dude imagine you're like you're just your front line like you're the first guys in it's filled with Israelis and you're like I'm horny no, no, no. What happens is once a military falls, like once you have a victory and you're basically like a zombie army of monsters at that point, it really gets bad. You're just like, and you're marching to their capital. You're marching to their home and you've already, you've endured you've, cannibalism, starvation. You know, you watched your friend have his guts blown out. Like you're, you've been, you're in hell. You've been in hell for years. As you're going marching on, that is an act of destruction that you do as a zombie person after years of war. And that does happen. Doesn't happen on invasions. It just doesn't. It's fucking never happens. That's fine. All right, moving on. Um, so Peterson in a methed out rage said, I dreamed of nuclear war again this morning for the first time in 30 years. He's such a fucking loser, man. I could see mushroom clouds on the horizon and missiles launching and pointless retaliation and thought we could have, well, we could have had everything instead of this. If only we just listened to the Jew. Now, the, the, the nuclear narrative is retarded. Not something to fear at all. What you could see, uh, supply chain breakdowns, uh, financial system breakdowns, hyperinflation, uh, you know, Retards wanting to go into war because they want to avenge a raped AI woman. You know, there's there's issues, but not that. You're not. I was talking to someone at a birthday party yesterday about that, about how like if you actually look at the odds of being killed in a bomb, even in a city, it's extremely low. The biggest bombs, you know, half mile blast radius. I mean, that's why they like firebombing. Because they'll dump uh, incendiary liquid all over a, a city. They did this a lot in Japan because it was wooden. And they'll, they'll, it's called firebombing because they do the explosions, which it's not that big of a deal. I mean, oh, say that to me, everyone I know died. It's, it's not. You know, to have a bomb kill you, it's like you have to be in the vicinity of a target. So if you're remotely rural, there's no chance. Now, if you're in a city... Uh, what could happen is, you know, drop thousands of tons of diesel or kerosene on an area and then drop some bombs and everyone thing burns for weeks. That's pretty brutal. But in general, it's uh, it's about starvation. It's about supply chain breakdowns, taking out the dependent, you know, making the dependent um, kneel, getting social unrest, getting peasants to kill the landowners, getting landowners to hate the peasants, getting the woman to hate the man, the man to hate the woman. You know, it's what they've been doing for decades is the invasion. This war shit is uh, is just one aspect of it. It's like it's like the 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 pox during a uh, during an illness. It's just the it's like 
it just shows you what's happening, but deep down it's way different. Like you have uh, toxicity in the body, lack of nutrients, and you have a disease and you'll see pox, but the pox isn't the disease. It's the, it's the symptom. And that's what violent war is. The violent war is politics by another means, as somebody said. So you should not worry about that. And I'm not being blindly optimistic. I have, you know, silver and a well and a farm. Like I, I'm somewhat paranoid, but I am zero paranoid about uh, military invasion, especially in a place the size of America. Now, if you're in Croatia, you know, if your entire country is smaller than New Jersey and you're dealing with like a hot war when it comes to demographic hatred and all that, um, that's an issue. But in America, it's like what's a much, much more likely event is a supply chain breakdown of cities. And then they get you in a camp. You got to do slave labor. They run out of food and you die. OK, so just watch out for that. You have you have so much. It's like a, it's like that Austin Powers thing where it's the that that guy's getting run over by the slowest moving truck. And he's like, no, and it's going like two miles an hour. That's this. OK, I uh, Brett Weinstein and he, he would he avoided my question. He wrote back, uh, you know, uh, you're not being very serious about this. You have to t uh, find a team. You're better than this. And I, I like Brett. I legit do kind of like Brett. But uh, a comedian can't have a political team. I, uh, it would make me not capable of being funny. And that's why comedy sucks now. But I said, he said, the battle is between Western idea that race should not matter and the traditional view that nothing matters more. The traditional view is making great strides, which should rightly terrify us. And I said, race doesn't matter, says the atheist Jew. Support Israel, the ethnostate. I like Brett legitimately, but what he means here is race doesn't matter for you. If race doesn't matter, how can Israel declare a blood libel against the Palestinian people and all Arab nations? Isn't that a race? Which, and they're, by the way, they're Semites. Isn't this getting very interesting? Are you going to go door to door in Gaza asking if they personally are a part of hummus? Or is it about their blood? This will backfire very bad on the hats, and when it does, I can rest well knowing that when it mattered, I told them the truth about their naked hypocrisy. Naked hypocrisy. Okay? And they're talking about, well, these 400 Hamas uh, justified the 12 million, the, the, the murdering of all of these guys. This is Netanyahu's, uh, so this is Fox News breaking. And by the way, I'm not saying this is true. I'm saying this is what we're presented with. Uh, on a spiritual level to give consent, okay? Israel to evacuate residents near Gaza within 24 hours as troops descend to kill every terrorist. Where would they go, okay? If they leave yet another piece of land, do they think they'll get it back? Right? So like children, old people, where are they going to the desert? Like this is horseshit. How could you tell residents to leave Gaza? They know that they wouldn't be allowed back. A lot of them can't go out into Jordan. Like, where are they going to go, right? And so all these people that had nothing to do with this alleged attack that has not been proven, within one day, war has been declared, $8 billion has been sent. There's videos of everything that happened, but yet no one was stopping it with the most advanced military technology in the world. You see a problem here? And so Netanyahu is saying some pretty wild shit here. 
Um, Netanyahu vows revenge. We will avenge this black, dark day. We will turn every Arab land into ruins. All the places in this evil city where Hamas terrorists control and hide, residents of Gaza get out of there now or face the gates of hell over you. Okay? That's genocide talk. And there was more that he said. Um, I tweeted it out one second. And people are like, well, what do, you, what do you want us to do? This is not fair. Okay, guys. So next time we get, um, where is it? One second. Next, <laughs> hang on. Where the fuck is it? It's such a funny visual. Uh, <sighs> I know I have it somewhere. Lament law. Oh, this is really funny. I'll get to that. We'll get to the Palestine. Casino, I did the joke. Peterson meth. Oh, that's a funny bit. Did I not put it in? What a retard. So next time America has one of our invasions or attacks, how will the Jews respond? Um, Because I was having a conversation with some... uh, with some little uh, little uh, Zionist growlers there. Where is it? <laughs> How funny is this image? AI is getting hilarious. Loot. So when our uh, blacks, <laughs> when it, when our when our blacks come in and rape and burn, does that mean we get to just bomb black, like Atlanta? Like think about how fucking crazy that is. Okay. Like, think about the the standard they're attempting to set, that race doesn't matter except for them. They're defined by their race. They're defined by their DNA test that tells them how much Ashkenazi Kazarian they are, and that is their claim to uh, being a Jew, that they're descended from Moses, they're God's chosen people. That's their claim. It has nothing to do with their religion, their behavior, nothing. It's their blood. And because of their blood, they feel it is okay to do blood libels. And they say, well, uh, because of this uh, gay pumpy disco that we've proven to you with three photos online and some videos, if, okay, if they let them in, who's really responsible? Who's more responsible? Wild, desperate people or the government that allowed them to come in and, and kill civilians? I'm not saying that happened, but if that happened, who's really to blame? So now because of that, they're saying, it's the Palestinians, the blood, it's the race that I'm after. So does, think about the Sackler family. The Sackler family is a Jewish family in America from Purdue Pharmaceuticals. They patented Oxy, okay? They said it was non-addictive. They swore. They told the world they finally have a non-addictive pain medication. Millions of Americans died because of that, okay? So does that mean we hold the Jews accountable? Does that mean we get to burn down Beverly Hills? No, because that's not fair. Okay, you have to prove an event. And so these same Jews that are always online saying, oh, how dare you? We need to, oh, sodomy, LGBT, oh, how dare you? Oh, race doesn't matter. We're all, okay, like the CEO of OKCupid has admitted, I know somebody that used to work with him, has admitted that he actively promotes Matches where white pe- white women are with black men. That's fact, okay? The Jewish CEO of OKCupid is actively promoting 
You know, when you get a match, when you get a Cupid or whatever, the main thing is to get black males with white women. Okay, he's admitted this openly. And I know someone who knows him. All right, and he's Jewish. Is that an act of genocide? Like, think about how fucked up that is. Like, that there is a plan with technology and funding and all this to get white women impregnated by black men. What the fuck? So USS Liberty or all these other things. And they want to talk about how, well, some Palestinians are celebrating. Do you, does anyone remember something called the dancing Israelis? I don't blame Jews for that. I don't go up to Jews and say, how dare you celebrate 9-11? I saw footage of dancing Israelis. That's not fair. And, and hold your lines. Hold your morality. Don't fuck up. Don't be like, oh, well, they do it. Well, you, sir, if someone asked me, should I go in and level the black neighborhoods? I would say no. You see, this is the problem with the, but he says it. It's like little kids. It's like, but, but, but he does it. I'm like, well, is the Jew guilty of a crime? If so, yeah, punish, get him out of here. If the Jew is not, why would you punish based on blood? That's not cool, right? And the, and the Israeli quote unquote Jews are attempting to get you to sign off on that right now. I should start an app and deliberately match J-men with Asian women. Uh, I think they already have that. It's called Facebook. Hey, that's why I make the big bucks, boys. He knows matching white men with black women would never, ever happen. It can happen sometimes, you know. Ironically, one of the people I know who's done that is a Jew who's like a Chabad guy. It's really funny. That's why it's all about uh, it's all about the individual. Now, you cannot like Jewish culture. You cannot want to live around black people. There's no problem with that at all. In fact, I'm quite open about these things. Here's a hilarious bit I did. You'd think because of my racism, I'd be siding with Israel to crush the Arabs. But I'm actually even more homophobic than I am racist. So I actually can't side with the gayest people on earth, even if my skin does match theirs. It's a real catch-33. Okay, that's what I recommend keeping it light. And, they, and then you're going to have people go, but don't you know that they raped a the woman and they ripped her apart? Dude, it's bullshit. Can't you spot the pattern where they try and manipulate you with hyper emotion? They were stabbing babies in incubators. That's what got us into Iraq the first time. Does anyone have a memory? Does anyone actively try to not drink fluoride? It's like they said that Iraqi soldiers were stabbing babies in incubators and we had to come help. Does no one fucking remember that? And then they go, oh yeah, it never happened. Well, we just went to, ah, it's your, it's your fault for believing us. And you know what? Kind of true. It's your fault for believing it again. If you've already seen it and you do it again, it's on you. Like you have to send it. That's why I really try to uh, not make the same mistakes over and over again. Because uh, if you just keep doing that, then there is an argument that you should be enslaved by people who don't do that because you can't, you like can't, you know, manage yourself. Okay. What else do I got here? Um, so this is the map of Palestine from 1946 to 2008. And the, uh, the, the bloodthirsty Jews, uh, will say that this is because they kept being attacked and that isn't actually the story. It goes back to the Balfour declaration. I'll give, and I'll give every side, you know, the Israeli side would say Palestine doesn't exist. It's a Roman name from 2000 years ago. And therefore, um, 
and therefore it's not real or something. Okay, so is fucking New York real? The Iroquois called it something else. Like, come on, this is ridiculous. Palestine existed. There was Palestinians. Lord Balfour, 1917, signs the Balfour Declaration that gave Israel to Lord Rothschild as a Jewish homeland. Now they had to scare the fuck out of the Jews to get them to go to Israel. Okay? So they couldn't just tell, hey, Jews, let's go to Israel. And the Jews are like, I would, but, I, you know, my piano's out of tune and I got a thing in my back. They had to, and I'm not making any claims. I'm not making any claims here. I'm just saying, hypothetically, they had to create events to scare Jews into going to Israel, a lot like to settle the uh, California. The gold rush was horseshit. The media created this huge thing that there, there's gold in these hills, right? And they pushed it on people to get white settlers to go to California to kick out the Mexicans. It's a fact. So something got the Jews to leave Europe and go to Israel. And the 6 million number was in newspapers since 1904. I'll show you. Since 1904, 6 million Jews in trouble, 6 million Jews persecuted, 6 million, 6 million, 6 million. New York Times, all these papers kept hitting people with 6 million, 6 million. Right now, the population of Israel is between 6 and 7 million Jews, okay? It's, I don't know how the world works on this level. I really don't, but it feels like spellcraft. I don't know how this works, but it's odd. So way before the Holocaust, there was 6 million was in these newspapers constantly. And you can look this up. This is not uh, conspiracy theory. It's a fact. Now, I'm not going to make a claim as to why. But so they get them all down there to settle it. And in fairness to uh, Israelis, a lot of them are very capable, very strong people. They brought back a dead language of Hebrew, which is a remarkable feat. They settled a bunch of land that was... Uh, that wasn't being irrigated. They did bring a lot of technology, all this stuff. But there were people there, and there were a lot of people there. And those people were very welcoming at first, okay? They weren't just savages. You go look, watch the movie Casablanca. That, that was in Morocco. You go look at what Iran used to look like. Look what Iraq used to look like. Baghdad used to be a jewel of civilization, you know, 100 years ago. These are not, not that long ago. These places were not the way they are now. This is some evil-ass shit went down with the Balfour Declaration. And so Lord Balfour, because of America's uh, involvement, you know, the, there was the World War I stuff, and I'm not going to speculate, but a lot of horror. And so they were given, um, uh, to get America into World War I cost something. And that was the land known as Palestine. And, it, and so Israel started in Palestine um, small. It was relatively small. Jew you see the Jewish land, Palestinian land. And then it slowly grew. And I'm not saying that that isn't uh, okay because people do conquer and settle areas. Just don't pretend something that isn't true. Don't pretend that you didn't just conquer this land and you did it with outside forces, outside governments and real sneaky moves, okay? But it did happen. And so they slowly kept removing Palestinians from more and more land uh, until they were in a smaller and smaller region in the desert. So when they say, uh, you can all leave, all civ uh, civilians leave Gaza, where the fuck are they going to go? Are they going to go into Israel? They're not allowed in there. Where are they going to go? Where are millions of Palestinians going to go? It, it reminds me of, of that scene when uh, Bane in that dark night where they're like, you can leave the city, 
go ahead. And they just walk into ice and drown. And they're like, your choice. <laughs> You're free, you know. And, uh, and so Balfour Declaration happened. And then you have the creation of Israel. And um, again, I'm not saying it shouldn't exist. I'm just saying that it's acting in a very unhealthy, dramatic, needy, psychotic way. I don't mind the conquest argument, but folks better not be whining and complaining when the natives decide exactly Bismillah Bear. The thing is, if you're going to play by these rules, and this is what I warn people, and I'm warning my Jewish friends, if you're going to attempt to establish rules of conduct, don't bitch when it happens to you, okay? So right now, this is my long-term thought. Uh, big numbers on Rumble today. That's yeah, probably all IDF officers. Uh, 3,000, uh, 1,700. Um, well, this is an interesting topic. And again, I'm not saying Israel doesn't have a right to exist, but watch out what they're trying to get you to do right now. Think about it as um, strategic chess. You're, you're playing chess. Like global politics is chess. And so this event, if you consent, like you're like, yeah, that event happened. I saw it on the news. The, the best move to do at that first position is go prove to me that these paragliders raped all these kids or whatever you're claiming. Because in the past, they always lie about the thing that starts the war. Always. And with this event, it's super sketchy. You know, American politicians already had aid. They were already on TV. Everyone had a plan. Declaring war. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, and so, so the first thing you do is not to celebrate in the streets because some unibrow fuck uh, killed a chick at a gay bar, right? That's ridiculous. Don't descend. The first thing to do is say, prove it. Prove that, that the Palestinian Authority, whatever that even means. I don't know how this works, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't technically know what Hamas is, but <laughs> somebody who's speaking on behalf of somebody, I don't fucking know. But be like, Show me that it actually happened before you then make your decision. Because this stuff is happening way too fast. Investigations over one murder take years. So bang, it happens. Boom, they already have full mobilization. Happened in 9-11. Happened in uh, Pearl Harbor. You know, 9-11 happened. By 9-12, war was declared on Iraq. Okay? And so, and Israelis, be careful with this shit. Look at what happened to Ukraine. Look what happened to Afghanistan. Like the people that Americans align themselves with don't have a great track record. All right. So um, that event happens, and then the first, and then it's blood. Right? Rah! They hurt us. We hurt them. Children. Well, the babies. Right? And I'm not negating any death. I don't support any of this death. I'm mocking it because the emotions are what's causing you to not think clearly, all right? If people are actually concerned about death, why the fuck are they like not going crazy hard at the opioids or the fucking, or the vax or any of this shit, any of this stuff that everyone knows, like LGBT is demographic death, okay? So just pump the brakes on this whole, I'm such a bleeding heart, someone died, dude. There's agendas that are killing way, way, way more people. Like, just look at abortion alone. Like, how many of these uh, liberal-ass Jays are like, oh, they, they hurt, they hurt Gold, Goldman. It's like, all right, dude, do you really care about people or is this like an emotional trap? So then they're going to want you to consent to something more evil. This is how it always works. So the paragliders come in. 
Uh, they, <laughs> I have this funny bit here. Hang on. Where is it? Uh, shit, did I not put the funny bit? Where's Big Bear's funny bit? Whatever. So the paragliders come in and they're like, and people are like, oh, they're, they're doing it again. Emotions, emotions. They want to kill us. They're, all, they're bloodthirsty. They hate the Jew. They hate us. They hate, hate. They want us to die. Blah, blah. Okay. And so then the devil is trying to get the Israeli to consent to this next horrible thing. Okay. The Israelis are not in a good position. Like they're human shields. And depending on what class of Israeli too. You know, you have the Arab Israelis, you have the Jays, then you got the super white, soft hand Jays. You know, there's a, there's a whole class system there. It's almost like Hinduism. But so, um, and so they want to get you to sign off on guns blazing to Gaza. And now if you do that, how do you think the Arab world's going to react? Think ahead. Think ahead. Like calm down for a second. Like, so they go guns blazing and then think about the optics of that. Right now, the world's actually watching. More Palestinians have died this year than most years. This has been a bad year for Palestine. Bad. Okay, a lot of death. And so, but you don't see it. No one's watching it. No one's paying attention. They don't own, you know, the Palestinian news media isn't very big. So they go in and just stomp on Gaza. If that really does happen, imagine what Hezbollah does. And I trust me. They could all be completely puppeted and controlled. In fact, I think that there's definitely an element of that. So then you get a massive Arabic response, one that's a lot more competent than some fucking flip-flop retards in a paraglider. Guys, it's a joke. Like, the images are retarded. It's retarded. Dude, they're in flip-flops, and they have a paraglider. It's, it's like, laughably fucking stupid. Oh, but they killed Marigold. Okay, so anyway... So they get you to go to Gaza and you feel great. You're swelling with pride, blah, blah, blah. And then comes the next stage where Hezbollah, Iran, like some of these larger um, uh, armies are activated with those images, right? So while you're in Gaza, you have the same um, grabblers that are above the Jays, like a different level of grabblers that are like, eh. and then they show India, Pakistan, you know, Iran, they're like, look at what they just did to these people inside, um, inside uh, barbed wire. If you, you may feel like the victim, Israel, but the world doesn't view you that way. If you have uh, a, a population inside barbed wire that has to act permission to travel and they're all on like, and they're all impoverished and they controlled it less than 100 years ago, you don't look great to a huge amount of people. Okay, so then you get the Arab, and what if the Arabs come in and smash, right? What if you have actual uh, carnage that's planned? What if, and this is my theory that is out there, but hear me out. So the ethnic tribe is not, in my opinion, is not that of Moses, okay? It's much more likely that the Palestinians are related to Moses. I don't, you couldn't even track that. That's a, it's an absurd claim. But it's much more likely that the Semites of the region are actually related to the uh, people in the Bible or the Torah or the Quran. All right. The Ashkenazi allegedly are Khazarian that are from Ukraine. Isn't it kind of coincidental that the same year, the last two years, Ukraine has been denazified and pacified and demilitarized? What does that imply? What if... (laughs) 
What if the grand plan, and I'm just throwing this out there, I have no way of knowing this, but I just, I don't like coincidences. So Ukraine wants, so gets uh, an Ashkenazi president who's a comedian, who understands rhetoric, who understands word spells, wears the same shirt every day. He's like a, a theater guy. Okay, so they happen to want to join NATO right at the wrong time, which is a red line for Russia. This could all totally be scripted, but this is what is presented to us. Russia has a point. If you join NATO, then that means the United States is bordering us. What you've been doing in Donbass is horrifying. As the leader of Russia, my people will revolt on me unless I do something. So they come in and they kill a bunch of Ukrainians and Ukrainians fight and they're really fired up and they're a bunch of like these super nationalistic white guys and they're, and they're scary to Jays, you know. And the women flee, they all go to Europe. So the nation of Ukraine has been effectively broken in the last three years, okay? Broken. I, I, I'm just throwing numbers out here, but I would guess 50 to 60 million. Now after fleeing and killing, it's like 10 million, right? So, and they don't have military, uh, a military ability. Okay, who happens to have that region as their homeland, right? So what if the long chess game here is um, start with an event that people are not asking for proof. Paragliders with flip-flops and a bunch of rapes at a rave, whatever the fuck it is. Horror may have definitely happened, but it has not been proven in one day. That's ridiculous, all right? They do a big thing that, it, that evokes the emotions of the Arabic world, okay? The Arabic world comes in, smash, scares the shit out of the, uh, out of the Jays. Top Jays fucking go to Ukraine, start their thing there. They have their new Switzerland, which is Afghanistan, possibly. You know, I, I've been thinking about that for a long time. Like, as the demographic financial system switches uh, east, where uh, Switzerland was the Afghanistan, I, I'll get into that another thing. But so what if that's the long game? Because, you know, short term, you can see all kinds of shit where it's like Netanyahu was having a lot of problems, needed a distraction. Ukraine was failing, needed a distraction. How do you get out of Ukraine? as it fails, as NATO loses, as Russia smashes without admitting defeat? Well, start something else. Look over here, right? And so you're already looking at Israel. Money for Israel, because people are starting to get pissed off at the money going to Ukraine. But what if the point was to get rid of all these young males in Ukraine so that they could bring in another group of people that would feel a lot more comfortable after they bulldozed the Ukrainian nation? Okay, that's possible. I'm just throwing out possibilities. As this happens, as this happens, the thing I highly recommend you do as an individual is just don't consent to horror. Don't be afraid and really focus on good, true, beautiful things. Because if you hold the line and if you don't bite on these monster spells, you will level up in your life. You know, Tel Aviv looks beautiful, but gay. Um, I just, from what I have learned in my life is people that are unhappy with themselves, there's nowhere they can go where they feel okay. And I, I'm even a little guilty of that. I, when I was in LA, I used to live in a different condo or apartment every single year. It was insane. Like looking back, it's a pattern of behavior that's remarkably crazy. And I've even had to fight that now. I'm like, Missouri looks great. Oh, maybe we get a farm in Florida. And I'm not saying I'm not happy with myself, but there's like, um, 
like a gypsy spirit and a certain type of person that they're always looking to go somewhere else, you know, and they're always, and they're not quite willing to look inside. Like maybe it's you, maybe there's something internal that you have to fix. And I've never seen a group of people more internally chaotic and unhappy than the Kazarian Ashkenazi Jew. And so I would not be surprised if they're just like, well, we got to go somewhere else now. And I know that sounds so stupid, but it's like, it could be that dumb. It could be that because you get a remarkable amount of power if you have the currency contract in the world, like the Federal Reserve, it's massive power, massive influence, massive, like you can bankrupt any country in the world you want, regime change, blah, blah, blah. Now it's not working as well as it used to, but they have that. And so if you get it all, this is why every end times prophecy doesn't last that long. Like the Islamic one, it's like three and a half years. I think Christians is three and a half years of tribulation or whatever. Um, um, yeah, Mary Gould, because they're wise. Yeah, because it, it takes a lot of courage and bravery to just stay, you know, to just stay. Like I've made that decision with North Idaho. This is the longest I've ever lived anywhere. I'm here. This is it. I'm staying. I'm putting down roots. And for a, a nomadic type of person, and I have some of that in me, it's uh it's a big change. You know, you're like, so this is it. And uh, I don't think they're satisfied with Israel. I think they want, I think they think, oh, if I was just in Ukraine, our real homeland, I, I would be, I would be able to sleep. And I don't think so. Seven years for Christmas. Yeah. Because once they get what they want, that's when the ends really starts. So it all, the, the satanic offer, the Faustian spiritual offer, which is not unique to Jews at all. It's all the same offer is something for nothing. I was talking to a friend today in Los Angeles um, about one of the worst things that can happen is unearned wealth. Beware unearned knowledge, beware unearned wealth. That's all biblical. That when you're given something for nothing that you did not earn, it corrupts you, okay? So right now there is a group of people, and I'm not even gonna call them Jews. That's like the language around that is so, it's like nonsense. It's like not... You know, it's, it's not the Jews. The Jews are a liability shield. They're human shields. And I, I really do feel for them. Um, that they've set up a system where they don't have to work for anything. They set up these systems uh, a long time ago. Like their grandparents did the Federal Reserve and they did all these economic uh, Ponzi's and tricks where they can just collect interest. They can just make passive income. And they didn't... So the first guys to do it, it was probably great because they worked their ass off. They're doing Jekyll Island. They're fucking, you know, crushing, you know, like the, the main grabber who did the banana war thing that I covered would go into the jungle and he's cutting down bananas. He was like this tough fuck who became like the richest banana man ever. He started off as a Russian Jewish immigrant. He's sleeping in boxcars. He's fighting. It's like a heroic story of grabbling, but he worked his ass off. And he got this empire. And then the next generation kind of maintains it and gets a little crazy. And then the next generation loses it. And so don't worry about like, oh, they're going to take everything. They're, they're, all, they're marching to, to, to full techno slavery. No, no, it rots from the inside. It rots from the inside. Once they get it, it's, they're only going to lose it. So let's say they get full control of financial slavery 
They turn off your card in your pocket. You can't buy bread, no electric. If, if you go against them, blah, blah, blah. What happens to them? Don't think about you. Like, don't be so self-centered. Look out. Like, my friend trains some of the richest people in the world. And we we're talking about that. He's like, unearned wealth is worse than poverty. Unearned wealth is worse than poverty. It's like, if you're from a family where you didn't earn it, it's harder on you than if you were from the streets. And that's why I'm very, very into farming because farming makes you earn it no matter what. Where it doesn't matter how rich you get or how wealthy you get, nature will fuck you up. Like your cow will slap you in the face, your crop will die, hail will kill all your trees. Like you are at God's mercy. And if you stay there, you can be a multi-billionaire and you're still fine. Your kids will only have a better opportunity because you, you earn it. You earn it every day. You earn that plum. You earn that grape. You know, and whether you're super rich and you employ thousands of people, great. There's nothing wrong with being rich. There's nothing wrong with that, but earn it. Because if your kids have unearned wealth and your kids didn't um, do it themselves, it creates a moral wound. And that's what we're witnessing right now with quote unquote Ashkenazi Jews. And that's why some of the best Jews I know are the ones that had more of a hands-on life, you know? And some of them are super rich, but they, they like, they interact with the world. They like their dad built something or they, they like to fish and hunt or, you know, they, they like a sport that's really hard on them. You know, that's why the noblemen back in the day used to uh, do these somewhat dangerous sports or they'd be in their own wars. Because if not, you have like three generations before you're gone. And I've never seen more sloth, more laziness, more unearned wealth than this current crop of technocratic, you know, um, grabblers. You increase your volume and your capacity to manage that wealth. Yeah, but you have to stay, you have to earn it though. You can't just be given shit. Uh, kind of like the Godfather, the best and happiest time was when Vito was struggling and building the family. Yeah, like if you are parasitically living on usury, there, there's a reason usury is so banned, you know, because it, it really corrupts the one giving the loan or the one taking the loan. You take the loan, you're in a financial slave situation, um, you know, which is bad. But if you give the loan, it also corrupts you. It corrupts your leadership. It corrupts your wealthy. Like you want good wealth. You want your wealthy to be like solid. Like this area of Sandpoint, Idaho has really good rich people. Um, you know, they're family oriented. They have good morality. They work hard. It's all like visceral type of industry. And I think that that trickles down here uh, in a very positive way. Manhattan does not have um, good rich people. It has very, very evil rich people. Honest work with all its risks and challenges facilitates gratitude of God and reminds you he is in control and keeps you humble. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Unearned wealth is, um, it can corrupt you. And I think that that's what we're currently seeing. Nobody mows their lawns. Right, and now don't get me wrong. If you are scaling and you hire a bunch of people to do your milking or you hire people to run your technology, but I'm all about expanding and creating jobs. I think that's great. But you should still be viscerally involved on some level um, or else it corrupts. Like if you want to protect your kids by having them, oh, I don't want them to have to go through what I went through. I don't want them to have to be in the, 
in the fields digging and shit like that. No, no, you, you got to let them earn it or else they'll become crazy. All right. So that was pretty much, let's see what else I got here. Um, before October 7th, remember all the Zionist lies? Yes. Zionists exploit and fake events to push agendas. Good. So you won't fall for it next time. Nope. I know they play the eternal victim. October 7th. I stand with Israel. What? It's hilarious. Uh, oh, Sean uh, Strickland's a shill. I, I'm now starting to see why these people have been promoted. The ginger is all about Israel. Strickland's like, uh, this is what you'd call a coward response. Instead of taking a stand against terrorism and advocating for a peaceful resolution, you say this dumb shit, ignoring what just happened. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So this guy, that's why he's promoted. He's a shill. Benjamin Netanyahu lied America into Iraq and shamelessly admits it. The idea of the terrorist is ridiculous. And we all saw it for the last 20 years. They also basically invented the false flag. And before their little fireworks show ended, America had sent them billions of dollars and Benjamin Netanyahu had declared a blood libel. Okay. So if you don't see that on any level and you're one of these highly promoted people, I think you're fucking full of shit. Now, I'm not saying what happened. I'm not saying people didn't get hurt. I'm not saying I don't, uh, lit my heart doesn't go out for my Israeli friends. I hope they're safe. I'm trying to do the best job I can by saying, watch out for what you agreed to because you're going to be used as a pawn. You want to just, like Yogi Bear did such a good job being like, I don't want to uh, kill Muslims. I don't want to kill Arabs. Uh, I want to keep our humanity, but watch out Muslims, Arabs, Watch out for celebrating these events in the streets because they will crush you. They do have ridiculous technology. They do have really adequate soldiers over there. And if they want to, they can go fucking nuts. And so that's accurate. That what Yogi did was, a, uh, was, uh, was good for people. All right. <clears throat> Dana White is six inches deep in Strickland. Oh, Josh. How dare you? All right. Kyneton, Super Chats. Uh, he's sponsored by Monsters, all you need to know. Yeah, but it's like, it's one thing to be naive and to like not see certain things. But when you got the lockstep, as soon as this event happens, and you can see through all kinds of shit, like Strickland appears to see through, and you can't see through Israel trying to get America into another war, I don't believe you at all. Like I just, I, I'm like, oh, you're like a Jordan Peterson. All right. I said it, um, Owen Benjamin receives a tip from Spencer. Thank you. Barely said, I said it was dad's love, but it was mom's. I don't know what that means. How dare you? Uh, barely move all the Jews to Ukraine. Tell them it's the real promised land this time for real. Yes. That's, I think that's my, uh, that's my theory, but I, I don't know. Uh, regarding Jack cheering right up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Bohemian bear paying my buddy Antonio's gay away for being half black. How dare he? Yeah. Yeah, pay that gay away. Land on Barry. I told her I don't even believe the first Holocaust is real as described. She took it surprisingly well. My mom just asked me if I've been watching the new Holocaust. I said, laugh out loud. Um, yeah, a way to really avoid a trigger is just go, it hasn't been proven to me. You know, and they'll get mad when you do that. But you're not, because you don't know what happened in the Holocaust. You really don't. Like to say it didn't happen is a mistake, but what is not a mistake or to say nuclear bombs, uh, can't possibly be real is a mistake because you don't know what, what you can say 
and no one can get mad at you for this. They can try to, but just go, uh, just be like, it hasn't been proven to be real. And then they go, but look at all these. I'm like, yeah, but it's all on a video. It's like, you know, my dad's been Hiroshima. There's no fallout. Like, but don't you? And I'm like, yeah, they have a history of lying, though. Didn't Trump talk about fake news? So you're telling me the BBC is telling the truth about Hamas, but not Trump? Why would they now be telling the truth? Like, what is that? And they're like, oh, fuck you. I'm just always keep it on them. Their credibility sucks. They have the technology to fake it. Uh, key bene, like who benefits? They benefit. Why would Hamas want to do the exact thing to get them destroyed? You know, it's like, and, and we've been through this enough, you know? Oh, and I am a brown short guy, but a big fan of yours, my man. I consider you a big brother and may God bless you and your family. Well, as a brown short guy, I can't call you a brother, but I, I can't say thank you. And, you know, you have some gay to pay away, but, you know, I'm not, I'm open-minded. PAT life. Keep crushing, brother. Thank you. That was very generous. Adam Metropolis. What's up, man? BB Twitter polls are amazing. Ask any question with two choices. Set a seven-day voting window. Watch Mayhem and Sue. Plausible deniability. Um, yeah, well, I did one. What did Israel spend all that money on for their Iron Dome? Bagels, lube, or bagels and lube? <laughs> all right. Sleep deprived. I survived the Holocaust, but my dog didn't. Friends, not food. As a Viet, uh, as a Viet Cong, I think you're absolutely right there. Sleep deprived. K.R. Bear, I was in Israel last February. Crazy how many young people over there are on drugs. That's the price of their parents forcing fear down their throat at every opportunity. Exactly. The Israeli youth are not having a good time. There's, there's a price to pay for all these things. You know, it's like short term, the fear programming can get you to huddle up and strengthen your nation and get you more land and more wealth or whatever. But long term, you got to think like, what are you feeding your tree? Like what nutrition are you giving your kids? And don't be surprised when they end up on drugs to like deal with their anxiety. They are victims, just not the way they think they are. That's the funniest part. Charlie, is there a gift option for the special? I want to send it to three sisters and my mom. Absolutely, Charlie. That's one of our things. And um, gifting the special to friends and family is a really good move. Trojan Ski Bear. I like paying away Paul Devisek's gay because Netflix and Paul... Fake the treadmill that rotates. I have no idea who that is. Land on bear. If the Jew population of Israel has reached 6 million, there may be another burnt offering on the horizon. Um, yeah, well, the script. You know, really try not to uh, accidentally consent to a claim of something happening. You know, the carnage of the Arabs to Israel could be like a thousand people. You know, I'm not saying it's going to really happen, but I'm just saying if you look at the, the narrative scripts, by far the biggest thing that kills people in war is starvation and dependence. By far. You know, the odds that some crooked, sordid fuck is going to kill you is basically zero. It's like you're more likely to die from a lightning strike. Uh, but the scripts are very deadly, you know? If you have those, uh, those scripts in place and they want to really sell it with a breakdown of supply chains. Like notice no matter what just happened in Israel, the pharmaceuticals are still getting pumped out of Israel. Like nothing actually happened. It was, it was theatrical, you know, either Hamas or like retards and they didn't hit any infrastructure that actually matters at all, which is crazy. Like they just wanted to scare everyone. 
you know, terrorism always seems to be the opposite of what they should do. Like, I'm not trying to give anyone ideas, but if you want to be competent in an attack, you would not act the way any of these people act. You would be competent. You would go at things that would actually do damage versus going at something that does no damage outside of a few unfortunate people and a car and a rave. And now there's a narrative set where they can do whatever they want to you. Like that makes no sense. Like as a military strategist, why the hell would someone be like, okay, we go in and we just fucking, we just scare the shit out of them. Wouldn't someone hypothesize taking out uh, necessary infrastructure? Wouldn't that do something, right? Land on bear. If something happens, it will likely be fake, but they can't pass up the numerological opportunity. Yeah. Mormon Rishi. Whoa, I'm extremely seasoned conspiracy theorist, and I wasn't even thinking about the rape mentions. I was just casually believing it, or rather not even questioning it. Your insights are logical and sound, and you've convinced me I'm not buying it. Dang, this is why I pay you. Yeah, but you don't say it didn't happen because that's also a claim. Uh, Because you're you're dealing with a pretty high-level spiritual war here. It's all about saying that they're trying to sell you something and you don't have to buy it. And that's it. And if you think that way, you'll be um, you'll be all set. But if you go, it's fake, nothing's happened, you don't know that to be true. And now you have to prove it's fake, which is impossible. I've done a lot of thinking about this. Okay, Israeli damage was apparently limited to two burning cars. That's all I kept seeing. Yeah, it's guys, it looked, in my opinion, it looked extremely... Uh, production-y, like it looked like, uh, like it looked ridiculous. It was like there was guys in fucking flip-flops. Flip-flops. Just that alone is insane. <laughs> right? It's just like, you invaded in flip-flops? Who the hell would invade in flip-flops? All right, so that was that. Let's read a little mail. God, are we caught up? Those desert rave thoughts were clearly holograms. Hamas is biblical Hebrew for evildoer. No way. When they talk about Hamas, they could be playing word games. That's so true, Toronto Drew Bear. Yeah, just like Sioux. The Sioux, Sioux means enemy. Like Sioux Indians? That's not a real Indian name. Hamas just means evil. Like they, why would they call themselves evildoer? You know, like why would... Why don't Israelis see this, Toronto Jew Bear? It's like, where the evildoers unite. No, the actual motivation is they're taking everything from us. We can't trust them. We're dependent. So we're desperate. Let's fuck, fuck someone up. That's reality. That's how real people act. They don't go, we're the evildoers. Oh, that's so grabbly, man. Brazilians would invade in flip-flops and soccer. I was busy with my kids, so I didn't get my phone. Uh, Kamachi and Navajo also mean something like foreigner. Dude, Hamas means evildoer. Whoa. Rumble, I got a a monthly supporter from Muppet Pimpin. Owen is a stand-up guy. Paid for me and my whole family to come have drinks while we worked out our material at the improv. Sweet. Yeah, I've always been a a stand-up generous guy. Um, yeah. And the only reason, uh, I'll even say that is because a lot of people say, the opposite, because they're liars. <laughs> I appreciate that 10 bucks. 
I've always been a, a fan of people. I always really like people. You know, and I like uh, I like making it rain with my people. Um, and if you want to help make it rain with us, P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Buy the special at the end of the week at OwenBenjamin.com and BertariaCampgrounds.com. Let's get to 40 acres and a mule. And by mule, I mean a black guy. We get to own a black guy. Kaj just sent me this. Former Israeli Prime Minister Bennett says rules of engagement don't apply to Palestinians. We are facing a Nazi conception. These are animals, not a state enemy. We have to deal with this as though they are Nazis. What we would do to Nazis to do to them. That's going to bite you in the ass, right? But don't fall for it. Guys, don't just go, no, the Jew is the animal. No, no, no. Let it sit. Let people hear that. Don't just immediately do the same sin. It it negates it. And they expect you to do that. Where they go, you're animals, Nazis animals, everyone's animals. We can do anything we want to them. They're not human beings. They want you to say it about them. Can I tell you a little story? So one of my friends used to talk to this guy like three years ago. They were DMing back and forth a ton. And the other guy was clearly uh, very Jewish. And they were talking about, you know, sukkah tents, all kinds of shit. It was like they were talking about, uh, he was an Israeli and very Jewish. He checked his, uh, his page this week. And it just says like death to Israel. Like the whole thing is all about like wanting to kill Jews. It's guys, you're, you're surrounded by illusions right now. Fucking illusions. And uh, don't fall for it. They want you to hate them. They want you to say, no, you're the rat. And then they videotape that. And then they show everyone that. Oh, we had to. We had to. Let the people hear what that guy said without noise. Don't immediately respond. Okay? I pro- Do whatever you want. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving you really good advice. You know? Because are you an animal? Want to know what an animal can't do? control themselves based on thoughts. So the irony about the Talmud sometimes is they will prove you're an animal by calling you an animal and with your reaction. And then what they do to you, they think is justified. They're the first people that understood the futures market. (laughs) Where they're like, uh, where they're buying and selling trades on future events based on probable reaction. Isn't that wild? Muppet Pimpin says, we had no money. He invited us, uh, us off MySpace. Ended up meeting Nick Swartz and Great Night. Great dude. I remember him going off on the piano. Yeah. That's why I don't have a lot of actual enemies. They're all these fake Reddit, NGO, you know, enemies. Because my entire time as a Hollywood guy, I treated people quite well. That's why you don't see authentic enemies. You just see these, like, nonsense people. Oh, I used to, I used to watch a stream, and I thought you were my dad. And I, I gave you a super chat and you didn't, and now I hate you. Where are the people from my actual life that have shit to say? They're not there. Cause I've always been, I mean, I've made a lot of mistakes, but I've always been, um, on the nice, generous side to people. Dude, this is going to get ugly. They shut off water, power and food to them. They're like caged animals with hostages. Yeah, definitely. But I, you know, don't act like an animal. Bear for all seasons. Listening to you at work. Can't wait for the special. And be able to share it with friends. Just keep crushing. No one is having more fun than us. Also, can we get some Floyd, Thin Ice, or Blue Sky? Absolutely. If you descend to where they are right away, 
you lose the trip. You lose the, you lose. And people go, you don't know what it's like. You don't know. I'm an expert at this. If there's one thing I understand, it's grab or mind games. That's why Jesus said, you know, they know not what they do. It's powerful to do that. I'm not saying to be meek. I'm not saying to like, to just accept death, you know, actively build, actively build alternatives, actively build your community, actively, you know, stay productive, stay healthy. But if they poke at you, and I used to fail at this all the time. If anyone knows this trick, it's me. It's like, I'm genuinely a super nice dude. And I've been portrayed in the media now for years as a psychotic, you know, Jew hating fucking paramilitary insane. And now I see exactly how it happens and my role in it because it, it, it was infuriating because of how not true it is. Like I'm like naively nice. Like I'm like the dude that falls for everybody with a problem and gives them all my money. I'm like totally that guy. Um, and so the way they were depicting me, I'm like, this is fuck. And then I was like, oh, it's because of my reactions. And people don't get to see the whole thing. Like my reaction is justified when you know they just fired my mom or they just kicked me out of my ability to feed my family or they're like, they, they say all these lies and I get mad and I yell at them and I'm like, oh, that's the whole point. They're, like they're, if you don't have the ability to strategize and like see these traps, you're actually proving that you're acting like an animal and they feel they have the right to control you. And so I learned this a lot, um, you know, and so I, they're going to call you animals. These, these Israelis are going to call you Arabs, you Muslims. They're going to call you animals, pests. You should be wiped off the earth. Can they? No. I mean, they can make your life harder. They can turn off the power. They can, if you're dependent, it's going to be very painful, but ironically, if you don't cuck and you don't act insane, you will be stronger for it long-term. You know, you will, uh, you will level up. I think it's good to separate Jews and Zionism. Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, a lot of them are just like Jews doing, saying that. If you go on, on Twitter right now, a lot of Jews are saying some wild shit. So I'm not going to pretend like, okay, it's not the Jews. It's not like the Jews are all coordinated, just like it's not the Arabs or the Palestinians, right? That's a trap. But there's a retarded amount of consensus right now with this. You know, we have some of the best Jews in our community that can see through it, but it's like bad right now. So I'm not just going to be like, oh, it's just Zionists, not Jews, because a ton of Jews are falling for it. But it's only going to hurt them. You know, it, it's only going to hurt them. If they consent to this horror, they have to pay it back with interest. You know, that's how it works. It's like usury operates on a biological, uh, a spiritual. It's not just financial. If you take out what you did not earn, you got to pay it back with interest. And it's painful. All right. Um, if this was really an Israeli 9-11, then they should invade Mexico and South America for us. I don't quite get that, but maybe that makes sense. Oh, yeah, I get that. That's hilarious. Dude, one of my friends really wants to take Mexico. I feel I need to distance myself from the synagogue these days. Uh, or just be a good influence. Because a lot of it is just fear trauma programming. Just be a good influence, you know? 
You don't have to. I, I, I don't want Jews to, to distance themselves from their religion and culture. It's just like, uh, just don't sign off on horror, you know? Dude, despite just shutting off the water, God just sent down rain on Gaza. The Jews aren't in control of the world. It's exactly, bro. Like, I've experienced legitimate, at least miracle adjacents in my life. Well, like right as I feel like all hope is lost and they got me cornered and, you know, it's like do the right thing and just submit. And I don't. And I'm like, fuck it, dude. It's like within a day, something unbelievable happens. Like it, it's so true, man. It's like re- and that, that's why so much of this really is a, uh, a test of, of your faith in God. Like imagine if. Um, you know, I could think of, it could get dark, this conversation, but just imagine if when you die, you get to see how ridiculous it all was. You know how even the threats of death or the threats of pain were, were retarded, you know? And I think that's very possible where this thing that they hold over you all the time is death or like pain or struggle or poverty or, But imagine if like you get to, because I've seen through a lot of veils in my life. It's like being kicked out of Hollywood or not allowed in these bars that make all their money selling booze or like not allowed on YouTube. So I'm forced to charge five bucks a month and I make more money. You know, it's like this happened to me over and over and over. So like if you just take that, that thing and be like, whatever they're scaring you with, What if it's not what they say it is like in the biggest one that people are the most scared of is death. And imagine if you it's almost like the Truman show, like you get outside the dome and everybody's waiting for you and they can't believe you made it. You know, it's um, it's possible. All right. Uh, Dear Big Bear, I've been a listener for years and this tip is long overdue. Won't happen again. Please accept my apology. Uh, No problem. But you're still gay. I went to the back and got you some actual real money because I know a bank because I know my country's dollar ain't shit and you'd probably just toss it in the garbage. Thanks for everything you do. Danielle from Ontario. Please invade Canada ASAP. We're working on it. Um, All right. Here's a nice letter and a donation to the Bertarian fund. Let me make sure that I have your information. Is it written on here? They'll eat salami. They'll make sure to clip their pricks. Just don't act like an animal or they are allowed to treat you like an animal. And it's and it's like, there's not, it, it is what it is. It's like, because the Israeli citizen isn't doing it to you. That's why it's so good. We have this community where you guys can know Yogi Bear. Like you guys can know Samson the Great Bear who loves the flat earth and loves his kids. That's why you can know Toronto Jew Bear and all this stuff. It's very important right now as they ramp this up to not to, to know that those people are facing different illusions and that rabbit rabbit ears bear saying she doesn't want to go to the synagogue. It's like they're under illusion and just to have sympathy for them and that sympathy, not naive sympathy. Don't fall for their shit over and over again, but you know, it's like, don't act like a scared, freaky animal. 
Wars in the Middle East and Eastern Europe, crazy times, ladies and gents. Uh, yeah, but look out your window, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, but don't come for you. They'll jerk, they'll jerk you off. Hi, Owen and family. I, you know, the, the Bible says uh, you'll hear tales of war and don't be worried. It's right in there. I'm just trying to help you guys not spiritually consent to horror. I'm not worried about war. Supply chain breakdown, that historically can happen, but you're more likely to be in a car accident, you know? Probability is a thing. Like, I do, I do think about probabilities a lot. All right. Hi, Owen family. I've been listening to you since your Hollywood exit, before your Hollywood exodus, How to Love a Woman, Rogan, Crowder, and have been immensely encouraged by your growth outside the path of despair. A little about me. I married 20 years ago for the wrong reason, lust, and the marital intimacy all changed a few years after learning about past sexual abuse my wife experienced. I was stuck in doubt and frustration for a while, then found God's word and gave me a better perspective in life. Her Catholic upbringing, non-practicing, seems to have built up a wall of, of haughty pride in gay men with robes that failed to guide her appropriately. Jump ahead a few more years and she's stuck in public teaching job. She puts her whole heart into, yet dreads. She's surrounded by a culture of privileged youth and parents with weak administration who are scared to death to follow truth for fear or shame of ostracization. I still struggle a bit managing the emotions of being in a marriage that's not united physically, culturally, and spiritually, but try to focus more on serving my family than myself these days. Perspective and gratitude, as you've said, is everything. Four beautiful, kind, intelligent kids, 17 to 5, all C-sections. A wife whose morals are naturally true, not to jump to a uh, divorce or abortion, and being blessed with a home on a lush half-acre plot loaded with fruit trees and nut trees and water and chickens. Oh, and before you get real bummed out about that you don't have the sex life that you want or whatever, is that what you said? Just always think about, do you want it the other way? Like I have friends who, uh, whose wives are like legitimate, like maniacs with sex. And that to me sounds super exhausting. Like imagine if it's like your wife needs to fuck like every single fucking like twice a day, like every day. Would you want that? That sounds fucking horrifying. And then you're like, hey, I don't know. So I don't know. Oh, Jesus, I just want to, especially when you get into like your 50s and shit, do you really want to have to constantly bang all the time? So you're never going to have it like exactly how you imagine it. But if she's the mother of all your kids and she's a good woman and all that, like I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't freak out about that. All right. Anyway, that sounds damaged, drains your life force. Yeah, because like with uh, abused women, sometimes it can go different ways. Like either they have like sex addiction where they constantly need pounding or they like shut off for a while. And, you know, it's like, all right, it can be worse. <laughs> like how much worse would it be if she was like a horrible mom or like uh or like uh, always undercutting you to your friends or like secretly trying to steal your money. Like it gets so bad. Like the American culture a lot of times can over-focus on sex and whether you're having too much or too little or is she really present or is he really there? Is he just like fucking me? It's, it's really not the most important thing at all. It just isn't. And it's so many divorces. The only reason I'm talking about this 
Because I think there's so many divorces that have happened because Hollywood or Dear Abby or any of these people give you an illusion of how your sex life is supposed to be and how it's always supposed to be like clockwork, but not too much, not too, it's like, and so then they're like, something's wrong with us. We must not love each other. Whereas, uh, especially with the C-sections, like uh, right after a C-section, women can get like traumatized from that shit. And they're not like in their own body and they just feel like weird about their body. And so uh, really, really look at the big picture and ask yourself, do you really want to constantly be fucking as you grow older? You know, like, do you, do you want a chick that's just like always coming out in lingerie and you're like, and she's like, oh, it's Wednesday. And you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, that is just the media, which is run by. Yeah, yeah. Overall, it's not that bad. And it's our duty as men to be reminded of the gifts we are given and the blessings of simply being alive to glorify God with our existence. I'm a longtime unauthorized.tv subscriber and one of those guys who enjoyed backdated streams in chunks when not inundated at work. Please know that there are hordes of us who may not be online daily and great, consistent letter writers, but share your spirit and are inspired by your presence. I really think you emulate godly wisdom as it applies to actual life in a blue-collar type of way better than most men I've met at church. Not idolatry. No, that's not idolatry. It's a fact. I'm really good at explaining life in a way that a group of people don't usually get explained. Because a lot of times, really good-hearted, blue-collar guys that understand that world aren't talkers. You know, that's why a lot of you guys that are like that, you like to listen to me. You're like, you said exactly what I think. I just couldn't say it. Because I am uniquely good at knowing that world and being able to speak the way I speak. Which is fairly rare. There are a lot of uh, gifted speakers, gifted rhetoricians, but typically they're... Um, they're more like these ivory tower detached, agenda-driven retards. I'm from your actual life and you are a stand-up guy. Bang ratio is important. I don't know what bang ratio means. No, I think that you should maintain an intimate relationship with your wife and really take effort to do that. But I also wanted to point out that don't, I see guys spiral about this shit. Rather, it's like, I don't know, like the sex life, when you have a bunch of little kids, I see people like overthink it and wonder what's wrong with them. And, and I'm like, dude, just don't worry about it. But I do also think that you should take time to, uh, to have one-on-one -on -one with your wife, go on dates with her, you know, don't view her as mo uh, the mother of your kids, view her as your wife, view her as a uh, woman, you know, and and have that physical connection. But the, 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 you know, the idea that you have to just constantly be pounding, um, you know, cause I, I had that a while ago when I first, um, uh, was married and having kids. Cause I used to think pounding was everything where it's just like, everybody has to just be pounding all the time. And it's just not true. It's just, it's just weird. If you've got kids and your main focus is still getting it on, you haven't learned anything. Yeah, and it's kind of weird if you're like, oh, they're in the other room watching a, a cartoon. Let's quick suck my cock. It's just a little weird, right? It definitely matters after the flood. There are reasons why the genie out. Oh, Black Lady Bear is getting super black, uh, who the real Jews are and all that. Nice. 
Because when we, because uh, sometimes it's just not a sexually conducive environment when you're surrounded by kids and, um, you know, you listen to the wiggles and shit. Like, I don't know, right? It's one thing if you're like conceiving more kids and, and you can make it happen. Like I've made it happen in some fucking wildly non-arousing situations where it's like, you're, I did a bit about that years ago where you're like a special forces uh, boner guy where you're like, you have three minutes to get a boner and ejaculate. And you can hear, uh, I don't know, the whatever. You fill it in. Like you can hear a child's cartoon in the other room. Go, 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 jump, jump, jump. But if you're just like, you need to get your dick sucked while your kids are in the other room, like you may have a problem. Like that's weird. That's just odd to me. Yeah. All right. Um, I really think... Um, Supporting what I enjoy with a land donation. Being in Pennsylvania, I hope to be part of a bear fest someday when closer and I have time to make a trip. I'd like to officially be named uh, PA Renaissance Bear. Welcome, PA Renaissance Bear. P.S. Thought you'd enjoy these gems. Feel free to toss afterwards. A picture day ad from my school checking the boxes for race and gender, yet the only white is suspiciously retarded. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh my God, this is great. It's like picture day is coming. Are you a black woman, a Middle East or a China, something, uh, or a white retard? Oh my God, that's so funny. They really do hate whites, but it's like an envy. They want to see our dicks and they love our hair. I mean, what, there's nobody better than white people. It's just like, that doesn't mean to genocide the brown people, Jews, okay? Just start skiing, yachting, live in a cold environment, give them a casino, all right? Uh, safe havens. United States Holocaust Memorial. Unreal. Yeah, this is from Oswego, right? Um, just so, this is my town. Palestine, childhood reclaimed. When Nazi leaders unleashed a wave of violent attacks against Jews all across Germany, an event known as... Oh, dude, what if they do that? What if, uh, what if they're like, we just don't feel safe around any Arabs. We got to go to Ukraine. <laughs> I can totally see it. If it happens, I want it added to my... Uh, um, I want it added to my... What's it called? My... Uh, my batting average. This world has become a circus. Has it always been? I mean, our again, let's not consent to uh, our world being a circus. I, I'm having a great time, and I'm going to play a little, um, a little Pink Floyd. Codsworth, are we caught up? How dare you, Codsworth? For those of you that don't know, Coddington is my butler that I call Codsworth, and I ring a bell, and he arrives. Maybe we should all cool down about the Middle East until LeBron James joins the chat. Well, if, if there's Israelis watching to monitor what I'm saying right now, why can't you guys super chat? I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, just, you know I'm saying nice things. Like, I'm being accurate, which I know, you know, drives you guys a little crazy, but um, I don't know. I just feel like the IDF could throw me some fucking shekels. Oh, and I wanted to show you, uh, 
some follow-ups with JF. Want to see his newest things when he was on, uh, when he was on, uh, what's it called? That retarded stream with that fucking guy. Hang on a second. Let me see what we got here. Because I know you guys are really interested. Did this guy murder his wife? Who just went on a trip and is gone now. Also understand, though, that while you are correct that they probably shouldn't point directly at the closest man, oftentimes the closest man is responsible for the disappearance if we look at the stats. I mean, that does happen quite often. Most murders happen from family members, things like that. But and everybody thinks they're this. an internet detective. What right? a wonderful computation you just did, except that it's only allowed against white men. Make that computation against any other category and we'll see what happens to you. Well, I mean, so, so he's making the claim that last known person to see their wife and their husband are like assuming that that's the number one suspect is only done for white men. It's just so gross and dumb. Men in general, isn't it? Well, no, uh, because there are statistics that would allow me to say the exact same bigoted thing you just said. And they would allow me yeah, to Yeah, and say you do it all the time. 13% kills 50 and all that shit. So are you saying the behavior is bad? This is a perfect example. So all these guys, they talk all the time about the blacks and their murder rates and how low IQ and all that. So now you're against it? Because the, the most likely murderer of a white man's wife would be her husband and the last person to see her alive, right? Isn't that a fact? So the fact they can't assume that now you're now he's calling people a bigot. Guys, this is a far right wing, like not right wing. Like, no, I wouldn't even call him right wing. He's like a crypto communist. Hang on. News is defined as deviation from the norm. So if JF is making the news, it's because white people typically don't do it. No, but he's saying that the only reason they think that he killed his wife is because the police assume that the last person to see her alive and her husband, which are the same person, who did not call the police on her disappearance for months, is a prime suspect. And he's saying it's only because he's a white man. It, and I could get banned for saying it. So people wake up, uh, just check your own bigotry. Oh. You guys are all after me, and ultimately it's because you hate men. That's what it is. It's... That's, that's fucking crazy. Here's another one. It's because you hate men. That's why you think he killed his wife. All right, here we go. In your investigation of style. No, and see, this kind of probabilistic thinking is exactly the kind of parasite that's taking over society like a cancer, and we must eliminate it completely. What you mentioned there is not investigative good practice. And what I've seen from the police of the, the federal government of Canada and the major crime unit is not what you lay out at all right here. He's trying to butter him up. Psychopaths do this all the time. It's called the velvet dagger and all that. He's like trying to, uh, to be like, they're doing such good job. If the, if the major crime unit is working directly with you, it's not looking great for you, but it's going to take a while. And, He's right what he's about to say. It's about evidence. And I want the people that um, the Palestinians and the Israelis and all you guys really think about evidence when you're about to make a condemnation. And police usually do a good job with this. 
they don't care about probabilities. They care about facts. They care about everything they can know for sure. And they start from what they have that they can know for sure, and then they make a step above, and then they, they question. And then they integrate all this information, and they don't ask themselves, is it likely that, is it likely this? They go with what they know, and they make one more step, and one more step. And now they're at their second step. They are now in Moncton, two days after I dropped Mama JF. That is good police work. And what you mentioned there is what I've seen again and again in family courts and social workers and that kind of bigoted bureaucrats who kidnap children. And I say, fuck this. Victim consciousness, right? So you don't, and I, I've told this to some, some Israelis. I'm like, so you don't understand why anyone would hate you? No, it's because you just hate Jews. You're just full of hate. So you can't think of any reason why anyone in the world would have an issue with the Israeli government and your current situation. You can't. Let's play a game where you just pretend and come up with one. No, it's because we're, we're special. It's the same with this guy. So you don't think there's any reason why anyone would ever think you may have killed your wife, JF? All right, Pickle Bear Bear this is very generous. Bears are the Navy SEALs of both gravy and spiritual preparedness towards magic spells. What an awesome time to be alive and awake. None of this news, a.k.a. Broken Compass, phases me anymore. Right, it's, and just always ask yourself, like, did they effectively prove it to you? I just wanted to see this guy jailed for that smarmy, arrogant, whiny accent and speech of his. He's like, yeah, Mama JF. And he, dude, he cleaned and remodeled his house a day after she left. She's been gone for months without any trace with anyone she knows. And he claims she went camping permanently and is off grid and is probably now in Morocco. And she's a mentally ill woman who's from the streets of Montreal. Now, I'm not saying he definitely killed her. I'm not. I'm saying it's obvious why people think he did. She may stumble back into, into reality and be like, ah, Jeff. I, I was back on street. Um, that's possible. I think it's very unlikely. And if someone's like, oh, how dare you work with probabilities? I'm like, so, I mean, everything you say is about probabilities. Like your whole world is about like probabilities. Like what in the fuck are you talking about, man? Hello, Longbow Bear. This has been a good episode. I think this is a strong episode to share with people about... Um, because I'm not condemning Israel or Palestine and I'm giving people objectively really good advice about not signing off. Uh, what a retard for going online to try and explain it. Anything can and will be used against you. If he actually did it, he's pro uh, providing the rope to uh, hang himself. Yeah, but, it, but a lot of times psychopaths are so arrogant that they, they don't ask for a lawyer. Um, a lot of times people think like guilty people, guilty, arrogant, gamma psychos will be like, I don't need lawyer. I have nothing to hide. And uh, because they think they can talk their way through it. And uh, innocent people, a lot of times just get a lawyer because they're like, you know, I'd rather I'd rather have a lawyer. It's, it's ridiculous how many people don't get a lawyer and they try and like trick the world. And it's like, dude, we, it's, it's so obvious what you're doing. It's ridiculous. Um, they'll never find her. She's basically 007. Yeah, she's Jane Bond. She's 007. Uh, a retarded woman from the streets.
It's just, he's uh, like, I loved cleaning out her refrigerator. I don't like beets and carrots. I would have one Diet Coke in the middle with nothing around it. The Baratarian dream come true. First, I want to share how I received my ticket. I was having a hard time a couple months ago. Learning my mom's tumor was rapidly growing. I had so much anger and bitterness at men and a general sadness at the loss of my mom. So she was someone I spoke to hours a week. I was cleaning the dishes and belting out the final cut uh, album and crying. I know that's I know that song and dance. All these feelings compiled and I was bitter. Why wasn't anyone there to protect me? I got a message from a bare male. He was an upstanding guy. And the message read, I am unable to go to the festival and I want you to have my ticket. He did this without solicitation and I took it as God's way of saying, I got you. I put away those feelings and accepted the kindness. I had full intention of purchasing a ticket, but God had another way and it landed at the right time. I got to the festival and saw Finks, my Hanging With Bears co-host and longtime friend. I also saw Ukrainian, another good friend I messaged regularly. A great start. Finks and I headed to a dinner with Mermaid and Dearest Wobbly. The dinner bonfire was lit. Topher and his fam showed up and the ladies sat to talk about weddings and the guys were talking about building. Such an epic experience. The following days were meeting with so many I have met online and now get to meet in person. I was, it was like having the speakeasy saloon in real life. Exactly, I, I know, I felt the same way. And I knew from that moment it would be even stronger and closer. Meeting Mama Jean and seeing how much joy she was having was delightful. She talked and talked to everyone full of stories and smiles. Her, her gravy bowl was overflowing, and I'm sure all of this was a highlight of her life. The bonfires in the evening were the place to sit and laugh share current topics, and sing. We have a sleuth of some of the funniest and brightest people around. This is years of exercising temperance as a virtue. It's shown clearly these three days, and if you were at the bonfires, the group cohesion and thoughtfulness were like sweet summer berries. Uh, men and women alike relaxed, joked, laughed, and stayed up until the wee hours of the morning. I would like to give a shout out to all the volunteers and organizers. 1,500 people is a crowd and it takes a lot of work. And I appreciate the ease and effortlessness everyone who was working did to pull it off. Again, this goes with how good uh, natured everyone is. The idea of Bertaria is one of collaboration and trust. And this is something those who reject it do not understand. For centuries, the Lord's Prayer has been said on earth as it is in heaven. And I wholly believe we are able to make it happen, not only in Bertaria, but everywhere. We have a unique gift to create with God, and we are doing it. It is in our hearts to create something beautiful, great work to all those who have contributed and to those who will join us. Personally, I would like to shout out Bud Bear and Mrs. Bud Bear, Normal Bear, and Samuel for feeding me delicious Mexican food, Abigail, Queen of Eagles Bear, and Jessica for being my adventure buddies, Samoan Poppy, Mr. Whitbear, Sidetracked Life, and Waterbearer Bear for sharing new gravy with me. Congratulate Wobbly and last but not least, Mr. Permi Bear, who just had his fifth kid. So everyone shout out uh, Mr. Permi Bear and his awesome wife 
for collaborating to offer free seeds through Bertaria Seed Savers. There is a verse in the Bible, and there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which of which of should be written, uh, everyone, I suppose, that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written, John 21, 25. The same could be said about all of our experiences at the festival. These are but a few. Thank you and all that made it a beautiful and wonderful experience. Love, Copper Bear. Keep dreaming big. Oh, Copper Bear, that was beautiful. And uh, thanks again for everything you do for us. Um, that was, yeah, it was so beautiful. All right, last one today. All right. Big Bear, I must take exception with piloting Adventures of George H.W. Story. I feel it is highly improbable. He would have been set on such a mission as he would have been a high-value prisoner, being the son of Prescott Bush, a banker who went on to be a senator. Prescott was part of holding group that funded supplies to Berlin, the contract in place long before the 1930s. Yeah, I take everything with a grain of salt. <laughs> but uh, it's a good story. The Japanese had been successful in battling the Jews' strongholds in China in, the in 1937. About the same time, Germany started getting off that Rothschild money. They were never them uh, themselves, quote-unquote, Nazi. The Bush name can be found in the list of Jewish department stores of the South during the slavery days. As reported in Volume 2 of The Secrets Between Blacks and Jews, taken from Jewish sources. Great breakdown on how to get good men to do horrible things. Scrapwood Bear. Thank you, Scrapwood Bear. Very interesting insights. Um, yeah, so much, so much behind the scenes grappling. That's why I love to focus on what we can do to not, to not fall in these dark worlds. Because, you know, a lot of this mor uh, murder porn and fear porn that you see is basically a glimpse into a world where people are in, like, it's that world. Like, you don't want to be competing with Coca-Cola. You don't want to be, you know, trying to compete in the usury banking game. It's just, it's all dark. Like, all of it is dark. Yeah, and I, I've been listening to a lot of these uh, stories, these crazy stories from war, and I think most of them are fake. I think it's like the ghost of Kiev that they did with Ukraine. Like, they tell these ridiculous stories, I think, to get the... Uh, to get the Goyim to, uh, to, you know, get inspired and run into gunfire. <clears throat> All right. Let's do a little, uh, the corporate world. Yeah, corporation means voice of the dead, corpus oration, voice of the body or corpse. All right. Uh, what was I going to look up? Thin ice. What is this? Breaking. The ghost of Akbar. Meet the man who single-handedly orchestrated the... Dude, are you kidding me? Oh, oh, they're making a joke out of it. Paraglider attack that defeated the Iron Dome and dumbfounded Israel radar systems. The IDF, Mossad, the CIA, and border guards. Exact Dude, it's so stupid to think that, it, that they got away with it. I know a lot of, like, Palestinians might really want... No, fuck you, we can take them. No, how dare you take this from us? It's bullshit, okay? It was allowed to happen. Don't fall for the trap. It's ridiculous. It's the same people who said January 6th was going to get Trump elected. And, dude, it's bullshit. It's like, so these guys got past, you know, CIA, Mossad, the Iron Dome, the IDF. Like what? All the intelligence that they'd be gathering. You don't think that um, 
if there is a Hamas that it's just like all fucking Israelis. <laughs> and I'm not saying a lot of Arabs don't want to see Israel burn. I'm not like, I get it. Like, yeah, there's, they're angry. And, and that anger they're going to use against you. These, these grabbers are fucking tricky and smart. All right. Thin ice. Was that what I was going to Thin ice? Oh yeah. That's a good, good song. Thin ice. Godsworth, do we have any super chats? Or is everyone gay? <clears throat> Mama loves a baby. And daddy loves you too. And the sea may look warm. I'm going to take it down a notch. Give me one second. One second, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Mama loves her baby. And daddy loves you too. And the sea may look warm to you, babe. And the sky may look blue. should go skating on the thin ice of modern life standing behind you the silent reproach of a million tear-stained eyes don't be surprised when the crack in the ice appears under your feet you slip out of your depths and out of your mind with your fear flowing out behind you as you crawl through the ice. Another Pink Floyd. Let's do another one. Um, how about uh, Tell Me True? Tell me why was Jesus crucified? Rock that shit. Thanks, Muppet Simpin. Was it for this that Daddy died? Was it you? Was it me? Did I watch too much TV? Is that a hint of accusation in your eyes? If it wasn't for the nips Being so good at building ships The yards would still be open on the Clyde And it can't be much fun for them Beneath the rising sun with all their kids committing suicide. What have we done? Maggie, what have we done? 
What have we done? Ah, uh, Fearless? Yeah. You say the hill's too steep to climb. Climb it. You say you'd like to see me try. That hill in my own way Just wait a while For the right day And as you rise above The fear line in his brow You look down Hear the sound Of the faces in the crowd about um shine on you crazy diamond there's a super chat from tokyo bear on my way to work and looking forward to listening to this stream later today love what you do thanks tokyo bear i appreciate that Remember when you were young You shone like the sun I fucked that It's such a G, G minor, I'm sorry Remember when Remember Remember, remember when Remember when you were young You shone like the sun Shine, shine on you crazy I'm fucking this up Give me a second Let me figure this out first Shine on you crazy diamond. I'm gonna do something different. Let's do. Remember when you were 
remember, remember when you were young You shone like the sun Shine on you crazy diamond Now there's a look in your eyes Like black hole I gotta get a better key to sing this in Let me do it in C Sharp minor. What about that? I'm gonna just really change things up a little bit. C sharp minor. Here we go. Remember what? Remember when you were young? You shone like the sun. Shine on you, crazy diamond. Black holes in the sky Shine on you crazy diamond Well you caught in the crossfire Of childhood and stardom Blown on the steel breeze Come on you target For far away laughter Come on, you stranger, you legend, you martyr, and shine. This is such a good song. You reach for the secret too soon. You cried for the moon. Shine on, you crazy diamond. shadows at night and exposed in the light shine on you crazy diamond well you worn out your welcome with good precision rode on the steel breeze come on you raver you see your visions, come on you painter, you piper, you prisoner and shine. You reached for the secret too soon, you cried for the moon. Tokyo Bear, I'm at, oh I wrote that one. Alright, I think I'm going to land this plane. I want to keep that one relatively concise, even though I did over two hours, but I thought a little music would be nice. Uh, let me see, I think I covered everything. Um, yeah, that is my, oh, that's loot. So Israel, what's like the terms and conditions when people do shit here? I'm not looking for that at all, by the way. I'm just letting you know that you're acting crazy. Oh, but they're, they're animals now, Big Bear, don't you know? Longbow Bear, a tip for the piano man and great advice today, anytime. Let me just check the chat real quick. Um, how do you guys feel about what I talked about? How do you guys feel about the situation? Um, you know, rock it out. Thank you, Pup. Um, Bull Rush Bear. Let me get a little feedback from my people. What do you think about what I laid out today? What do you see where you are? Are you worried about stuff? Give me some boots on the ground. Anybody know anything? It's all about keeping your head. Yeah. 
Lowering your emotional reaction. Thanks for the stream, BB. Anytime. How are you guys doing out there? Let me know how you're doing. Another crusher. Thank you. Today was a great one. Thanks, Austin. I'll be sharing it. Nice. Uh, uh, pretty scared about my family over there in the Middle East, but have nothing to share but lower your cortisol. Yeah. And uh, where are you? Where is your family in the Middle East, Persian Jew? In Iran? Haven't talked to anyone losing their head over Israel. Good, good. I mean, I've just seen a lot of the influencers on Twitter acting totally nuts. Crushing Bar King, I think you're spot on. Thank Not allowing the emotional pull to make you agree to horror is sound advice. Yeah. Half in Israel and half in Iran. Um, I think they'll be fine. I mean, uh, just as long as they don't lose their head, as long as they don't act nuts. People survive this shit all the time, and Iran's huge, and Israel's pretty big too. And I don't think, I think it'll be, in my opinion, I think a lot of it'll be controlled and cinematic carnage. Maybe that's a way I can say it without violating terms and conditions. Uh, I think the carnage will be mostly cinematic. It's like, because usually when there is legit carnage, like Ukraine did lose a lot of men. It's, it did. I know a lot of truthers say, the war never happened. It, it definitely did. And it's a lot of young males that were fighting. Um, civilians, not really. It's, you know, why would someone kill their tax slaves? It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, thank you for the great stream. We have some people in our country stuck in Israel and they couldn't get them by phone on Sunday. That was mentioned in church. That's it. I don't talk about politics. Uh, do you know them personally, though? Because a lot of the churches right now are doing... They're acting nuts. Or they're like, oh, they, we, have, we have people there. And I, I don't believe that shit at all. I don't believe that shit at all. Like, I don't believe that American churches have, like, people. I mean, think about it. Think about the statistical probability of that happening. And then when, when it turns out it was bullshit, go back and ask those people to fucking apologize. I have a lot of cousins getting called up as reserve forces in Israel, so I'm nervous, but yeah. Things should be okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying everything's going to be okay, but it's like, yeah, they are the type who got go on missions. Um, interesting. I mean, obviously that would be horrible if something happened to them, but I've just, unless it gets even darker, like what if the, what if the Zion, like what if the Israelis were like, okay, we need some bodies to sell this thing. Let's use like, retarded Christian. I, 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 I know that's dark, but they, they really do think that way. Uh, man, fuck. That would be terrible if they, cause they really do view, um, Christians with incredible, um, by they, I mean the power structure, not all Israelis, obviously, but they view a lot of Christians as total fucking expendable morons. Like here's a perfect illustration of it. Here is and I wasn't even going to show this because I don't want to incite anybody, but here is terror alarm on the left. This is two months ago. They say Israelis are finally defending their land against Christian fundamentalist occupiers. The desecration of the Holy Land caused by the presence of inherently idolatrous Christianity is so unaddressed that its consequences are now worse than Palestinian and Islamic terrorism. And then, of course, yesterday they tweeted, to our Christian friends, your holy land is under attack by Iran-backed terrorist groups 
and NATO does nothing to protect it. Pray for Israel. Okay, it's um, that's there's a lot of Israeli government officials who hate the fact even they think evangelical Christians are the biggest fucking morons on the planet, and they just exploit them for bodies and money. And I know that sounds, I don't want to be a dick, but it's just a fact. A ton of Israelis don't feel that way. I am cringing from the virtue signaling. Yeah, it's like, so if something did happen, unfortunately, if you look at the statistical probability that a Hamas just happened to grab like the white Christians that were there on missions, it's, uh, yeah, we have Jewish friends here in North Carolina who just left for the war and he got married not even a year ago. The whole world is holy land. Yeah, I agree. I was with you posted from Albert Pike last night. I wouldn't be surprised because everyone is making this about Jews and Muslims. Yet both those countries are flooded with Christians who are persecuted and used as cannon fodder as much as possible. Um, well, in my, in my experience, not yet, but it could be, that could be a, a game plan there uh, because they have such disdain for the Steven Crowder types. They, they literally think they're like retards. Muslims don't hate Christians at all. In fact, in the, in the uh, Quran, it says that in the end days, Christians and Muslims will be united. That, the, that apparently Muhammad said that, um, that the closest thing to a Muslim is a Christian. Um, you know, that's in the Quran, but the Talmud has some very, very different things to say. And, uh, and again, that's not a condemnation of quote unquote Jews, but you know, I, they really do think that like, if you're one of these Christians falling for this horse shit, like you're retarded, they really do think that even the rocks and trees will cry out where the Jews hide is in the Quran. Yeah. There's a lot of fundraising going on with this app. Trout Jew Bear, what's, with, what's the word from the uh, synagogue? And then I'll land the plane. Because I don't want you guys to think Jews hate Christians, by the way. I'm, I was not intending to do that. It's just if your evangelical churches are running these ridiculous psyops, just know that it's, it's retarded. That they really don't view you as like allies at all. All right. They just see you as like a, a pay pig, as they say. Um that you're like a retard that gives them money because of, I mean, they literally say Jesus is in hell burning and shit and piss or no, like uh, Ben Shapiro on Joe Rogan said Jesus was a common criminal who deserved to die. And the fact you guys still follow their bullshit means you're fucking retarded and they know that. And so why would they care what you think? Uh, but they are, I see a lot of Christian influencers saying I stand with Israel. Yeah, it's it. My rabbi handled everything perfectly this week. Just asked us all to trust our leaders and God will find the best resolution here. That's great. That guy gets it. All right. Sabishi Bear. Sorry, I'm not Tokyo Bear. I forgot to update my bear name here. It's pronounced Sabishi. Nice. Uh, plenty at stake and much fuckery here and abroad. Wise words to take a breath and pause. Godspeed. Yeah. And what other people do, it's just like COVID. What other people do. Is not what you do. So you watch out for yourself. Some real shit happens. Some take, some fake shit happened. Tons of propaganda flooding the world. Israel is in 100% control of the situation. Yeah, I think, 
I think that's totally true. I think that whatever happened there uh, was 100%, you know, planned. And so to pretend at this point that, that you're owed revenge when your own government clearly uh, had something to do with it is, is really immoral. Now, I don't, if, if there were, you know, Palestinians that really did commit these crimes and you can prove it, then punish the fuck out of them. The rhetoric coming from mainstream American Jews right now is pretty vile, calling Palestinians animals and monsters. Yeah, yeah. And, and the point is to get them to act like animals and monsters. So don't do that. Don't fall for it. You know, of course it's horrible. Don't call Jews animals. You can do whatever you want, but as someone who's fallen for every stupid trap along the way, um, it's, a, it's a total trap. If you're like, oh yeah, we have to kill all the Jews. We have to kill, kill, kill. It's like, okay, well, you just fell for it. Exactly, BB. We all need our discernment to be point so we can keep crushing. Yes. Yeah, just always say prove it. Like, show me, show me your evidence and you'll be okay. Uh, so anyway, unauthorized.tv, please subscribe. That's where all these are. They want to create dupes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I am here with my husband, chickens, dogs, and cats. Our little corner of the world is great and crushing. Yeah, and Israel's still, cru- like, Israel's still fine. It's all in your head, man. It's like that killer song. Uh, Spaceman says, everybody, everybody look down. It's all in your mind. Jews are not animals. They're aliens from another dimension. How dare you, Pickle Bear? Uh, Israel is the ultimate catfish. Totally, dude. And I think once a lot of us really see what it is and show it to other people, it won't work. Like, it, it, dude, it's that crazy chick who keeps saying, you know, if you don't give me, I just got beat up again. I need money. And you're like, I know, I know you're lying, Diane. You've done this 500 times and you keep buying drugs. And so if you fall for it, she thinks you're dumb. All right. These same Jews have constantly preached to us how dangerous it is to refer to people as rats or animals or they're of the God of confusion. The whole thing is supposed they they don't make any sense. They're like in this chaotic world of nonsense. They're breaking every single rule they tell everyone else they have to do right now. All of them. They're like, oh, animals, rats, you know, level it, blah, blah, blah. they're, They're doing every single thing that the ADL has banned. Every single fucking thing. These gravels have been squirting so hard to go after Iran. Yeah, and Iran is a powerful ass place. Larry Dynamite. Are paragliders the rollerbladers of the air? Yes. Using e-thoughts to start a war. Hilarious. The whole point of this is to stoke fires of hate in order to further the victim narrative to continue the reasoning for the Zionist crime state of the West and in Israel. Yeah, there's a million reasons why they're doing it. I mean, surface reasons are huge political instability in Israel. Ukraine, uh, horrible press. Like even on a surface level, before you see puppet masters, there's a ton of reasons why low-level management would want this to happen. Okay. That's it for me. So please support the stream. Any bid helps. Uh, Because I did survive the Holocaust. P.O. Box 490 Sandpoint, Idaho 83864. Merch for bears, merch for bears. If you want to buy any of our stuff, uh, entropystream.live slash app slash on Benjamin comedy. Oh yeah. Right now, Trump's not mad at the news for some reason. Fake news. It's all fake. Except if it's about G. Sort of reminds me of the BLM video during the 2020 
You get the young dude actually got it and was porting out likes of bricks near the rats. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. We're in for a wild uh, season of Graveler football. I think things are going to get pretty wild out there. I mean, this is a big bite to get these people to talk about genocidal rats and how they don't have to follow any rules. Just don't bite. But that's that's a big move. Big move. All right. A lot of they want to hurt me this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Can anyone imagine why people are cheering what just happened? Can you not think of any reasons why the world may not like you? And the more Arabs and Muslims see what's really happening, the better. Like the more they just start, you know, being non-animalistic, like very mellow, very productive. Um, get off the dependency. Does anybody remember peacetime? All right, uh, BertariaCampgrounds.com, and I'll see you guys tomorrow, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, God willing. Be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruity and blow, guy.